welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Very excited to see you all here tonight. As you know, I was a little bit under the weather last week, so tonight was supposed to be our anniversary show, but we have moved that, and I'll get into that just a little bit, but just so you know, I, I just I didn't get the stuff done I needed to get done, so we're going to do it next week. It'll be fine. And so you just get to put up with me on cold nibs tonight. That's going to be even finer. <laughs> All right, so... We have some things to go over. The first thing is, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. But first, we have some stuff to do. I would like to congratulate again our Poetry for Prizes Weekly Haiku Prompt winner, Dave Kuhn. Great job. And we will be starting up our next Poetry for Prizes event soon. So congrats, Dave. All right, moving on. As I mentioned, we have our anniversary show coming up next week on December 14th instead of this week. We will be celebrating our 17th year on the air. And... You know, try as I might, I just absolutely didn't. I didn't get any banners done. I didn't get any of my nothing done this week. I just, I was absolute total vegetable. So I'm going to hold that till next week. And actually, I'm going to go into that a little bit more again in a bit when we're in our workshop. So hang tight. We are also coming to the close of our broadcasting year, and we'll be starting up our fundraiser soon. So it's very important for me to... Um, it's very important that you understand how special these people are. Those of you who helped contribute towards our 2023 broadcasting license, because we absolutely 100% would not be on the air anymore were it not for the community pitching in together and helping out with that license. That over the last 17 years, it's just gone too far out of my reach to be able to do it alone. So literally, these people are the why you are here every week. So we need to make sure we thank them. Those sponsors are our 2023 Broadcasting License Sponsors, Annabella Ashire. Annabelle Ashire. I've done that twice now. Annabelle Ashire. This is my daughter, kind of baby poetry daughter. I should know her name, right? Cold Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista Jopek, her dog, Krista Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, who is a great lover of poetry. I'm trying to see if I can get them to write a collab together. Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shefsick, uh, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, May and Robert Ryan, Terry Galloway, and Timothy Melton. I also want to sincerely thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, music man, John Kays, our Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. 
Thank you guys so much. And if you are interested in being, can you guys hear my little popper thing I'm playing with? I'll have to tell you about it later. It's so cool. It's like a bubble wrap, a, a fidget toy bubble wrap bracelet that you just there and then you just pop it. It's so cool. I'm putting it down now. All right. So anyway, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, shoot me a message. I'll let you know how to get involved and we will have that fundraiser up probably in the next, probably right around the end of the month is when we'll start doing that. Okay. All right. Now, you know what time it is, don't you? It is time for <laughs> Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. So have your pens and papers and notebooks and quills and all those fun things you write with, and we will get started here. Information, if by chance you don't happen to get everything written down, don't worry. You can always come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the program to grab what you missed. And remember, we have 16 coming on 17 years of podcasts available. So you can go in and grab any of them from the archives and listen to the first 15 minutes and find all kinds of little tidbits and prompts and, and things to inspire you to write. So it's a great tool for you to use. So make sure that you utilize that. All right. So I'm going to jump right in and start off with giving you this week poet this week's poetry prompts. I want to thank everyone who posted their amazing prompts for tonight's show. They were, there were so many. I grabbed some from last week. I grabbed some from this week, and I'm still going to have some to spill over. So I, it's just a lot of fun. We started doing this oh, about four months ago, having you guys put in, a, put in the prompts for the week, and it's been real fun watching what you guys come up with. So thank you guys so much. And as I go through these, remember that – Poetry prompts are meant to grow into poems, and you can use these prompts as the title in your poem. It can be the line, a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem, such as if you were to write to the prompt war, you wouldn't necessarily have to use the war for us to understand your poem was about war. So a title in, the title of, a line in, or the general concept of. Beyond that, whatever you do with them is entirely I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm going to put this one down at the bottom. Hang on. Do 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 this. Hold music. Do 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 do. So I don't forget. Do 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 do. It's going to be your extra credit. There we go. Okay. I can't remember. I think it was Jessica that came up with this with me last week. We're going to put it down at the end. Okay. So let's get started. Your prompts, they are number one. And at that moment. And at that moment. Number two, corner bar. Corner bar versus Krampus. Santa versus Krampus. Number four, chances are. Chances are. Number five, thoughts on fruitcake. Thoughts on fruitcake. Number six, about my stupidity. About my stupidity. Number seven, footprints in dirty snow. Footprints in dirty snow. Sunsets, shadow. Sunsets, shadow. Number nine, goddess within the storm. Goddess within the storm. 
Ken, another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Number 11, tears of ice. Tears of ice. Number 12, am I the X or the O? Am I the X or the O? Number 13, a cup of death. Hours. The story of three hours. And then my contribution for the week, number 15, a poem for the person who stole my lawn gnome. Or you can replace lawn gnome with anything that you want that someone's stolen from you and you just need to write a rant poem because I went outside today and my cute little Yule lawn gnome that I put out every year for Yule is gone. So this is a poem I will be doing, a poem for the person who stole my lawn gnome. And this one is an extra credit because I thought it was so fun. I I believe it was Jessica when I brought her on the air last week. I said something about being on planet Jessica. If I'm wrong with a person, forgive me, I'm old. (laughs) So I want your, your extra credit one is to write a poem on planet, insert your name here. So, you know, on planet Jimmy, on planet Krissa, on, on planet Emmy, on planet Soldier Blue, Lola, Mike, all of you guys. So, yeah, on planet, you were your own planet. Get it? Got it. Good. You can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use all the lines in one prompt. Now, that would be exciting to try to fit all those prompts into your little planet poem, right? All right. Now, before you sit down and start writing to these prompts, and before you sit down and ever start writing to anything, it's really important to keep in mind, and I would like you to do, your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. And this exercise is a highlight that what you do with a poem before you write, or a prompt before you write to it, is far more important than what you do write to it. We have knee-jerk reaction, memories, recall. We hear something that inspires us. Some, you know, it's like the word association game, hold up a picture, you know, all that stuff. You know, our minds will pull up what's the most familiar to us first. I want to get behind those things that are the most familiar. And that's what this exercise will do. So the way to do this is to take the first prompt and write it at the top of your page, top of your journal page. And then underneath it, I want you to think about it and kind of twist it and turn it, shake it up in a bag, whatever you have to do, but really kind of dissect that prompt. And I want you to write at least six different poem, or excuse me, six different poem ideas that you could write to that one prompt. So don't write the poem. I just want to know six different poem ideas that you could write to that one prompt. When you're done with that one, going down to number two, three, all the way to the bottom until you have at least six different poem ideas for each of the prompts. I guarantee you will not make it to the bottom of this list without something really cool grabbing you and you're going to be off and running and it's going to be something different. You know, we don't want to write the predictable. We don't want to be basic. We don't want to write the same poem as everybody else when I say the word summer, if I say the word winter, if I say the word carnival. All right, within the the first three things that every single one of us thought about, there's going to be common things in those first three thoughts. So go to thought number four or thought number five and find the idea that's uniquely yours, that not everybody else is going to be writing about because that stuff's inside you. 
You just have to work a little bit and find it. And, you know, there's a reason that we still read Poe, that we still read, you know, Rumi, that we still read some of these classic poets that are remembered hundreds and thousands of years later. Things a little bit differently. Because there's a lot of great writers out there. But how many of them can be remembered? And why are they remembered? It's kind of something to think about. All right. So, as I said, each of the write down each of the prompts. Write down at least six ideas for poems you could write to each of the prompts, and then you'll have something fun to do. All right. So, moving on, we do have our special writing project, and this actually works out well because now you have an extra week to uh, work on this because it is an assignment for our anniversary show, which is now next Thursday on December 14th. The project was to, and we've been here for 17 years. That's a long time. You know, some of us have been here since the very first show together. I'm pretty sure Soldier Blue called in on our very first show. I knew him way before I ever started this show. We were just babies back then. You know, we're sitting there sharing pacifiers and and seeing whose huggies were the, you know, cutest and all that good stuff. We were little bitty things. Lots goes on in 17 years. A lot of relationships are built. A lot of things are heard. A lot of ways that we touch each other and inspire each other. You know, the whole motto for the show is inspire and be inspired. Because for everybody that inspires us, there's an equal number more that are getting inspired by us. So I'd like you to be nostalgic, and I don't care if you just write me, you know, a couple paragraphs. I don't care if you write a letter. I don't care if you write a poem. I don't care if you write a story. It can be whatever you want. So I want you to dig into the feelers here, you know, get into that nostalgia. And I want you to write a poem to someone in the community who has in some way touched you or influenced you or inspired you. Or write a letter to the entire community, write something to the entire community, you know, letting them know how being a part of the community has maybe changed you. Or, you know, there's a single person that's inspired you, tell them thank you, whatever it is. Now, 17 years is nothing to laugh about. 17 years is huge. Wait till we get to 20, you guys. We're going to have to do something crazy like a live speakeasy show somewhere and broadcast via Zoom or something. I don't know, but it's going to be huge. The 17 years, that's nothing to shake a stick at. That's a huge accomplishment. And to be able to do what we've done for 17 years without a bunch of drama and crap, we don't have that on this show. You know, we don't have the, you know, I think it's because, you know, when we check our hats, we check our egos here. We listen to everybody. We give everybody a voice. We don't, you know, I've never seen that. And, and, You guys just have no clue how phenomenal that is, especially for me to be a part of this, see this, and to watch this. I am so proud of you guys. But I want you to really think about, you know, what what does it mean to speak easy? You know, is it just something you have fun doing once in a while? And it's like, hey, dudes, love coming, hanging out, but I've never had coffee yet, whatever. I don't care. Just write something for the, the community. The prompt for the show, if you want to write something to do a prompt, is... Um, a night at a night at the Speakeasy Cafe. Okay, so you can use that for a prompt if you want. You can write 
uh, that's a secondary thing to the writing the nostalgia. Just write write the nostalgia. If you want a prompt to write a poem for the night, and I speak easy cafe is that prompt. Now the cool thing about this as incentive is when you come on the show next week, if you have two poems you want to read, because we can read two poems, if you have two poems that you want to read, but you've also done this nostalgia piece for our anniversary show, then you get to read three. So you'll re- get to read your anniversary show piece, and you still get to read your two poems. So that's a little bit of incentive. I also, I also mentioned that we uh, have our upcoming poetry for prizes event, which will be starting in a couple weeks, it will have three individual parts, giving you three different ways to enter your name into the drawing. And remember, every single time you do something, it gets your name in the drawing. So you can get your name in there lots and lots of times. Part one is going to be a replay of what we did for the last event because I got so many emails from you guys saying, please don't stop the haiku prompts. This is too much fun. And it really was. I was I was really excited to see the response that that got on my page, or the, the can be able to read the haikus and stuff you were writing. So we're going to do that again. You know, if you guys had fun with that, then let's keep doing it. The next one will be the gift of voice is going to be part two, and I will explain that a little bit better when we get started with the event. And part three, the third way to get your name into the drawing, will be to stop, look, and write which uh, I will also be explaining in more detail when we start the event. But I will tell you this, it's diverse. There's a lot of fun things to do, something for everyone, and it's going to be exciting. And um, so that's my little cliffhanger cliffhanger for you for this week. (laughs) All right, closing this out, I'm going to run through the prompts for this week again very quickly. One, that moment. Two, corner bar. Three, Santa versus Krampus. Four, chances are... Five, thoughts on fruitcake. Six, about my stupidity. Seven, footprints in dirty snow. Eight, sunsets, shadow. Nine, goddess within the storm. Ten, another day, another dollar. Eleven, tears of ice. Eleven, am I the X or the O? Number 13, a cup of death. Number 14, the story of three hours. Oh, I get it. Ah. That could be a speakeasy. Who put that prompt up there? Who did that one? I have to look. I'm sorry. I have to look. I have to see who put that one up there. Maybe that'll take too long to do that. Story of three hours. That could so be a, a anniversary show prompt. I don't see it. Must have been on the week before. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and dig through this stuff while I'm talking to you guys. I had to win. Whoever did that one, that one's really cool. I love it. Thank you for throwing that one in. So the story of three hours. Yep, yep, yep. And my contribution for the week was a poem for the person who stole my lawn gnome. And you can replace lawn gnome with anything else that's ever been stolen from you that you just want to write the person who did it a letter and say, Wow. I also want to do that for the person who broke into my car and stole my journal that I'd just written a serial killer poem in. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to write, write that for them. That would scare the hell out of them. Okay, anyway, they'll be bringing it back to me with chocolates for an apology. And then we had also had the one on planet blank, 
and you fill in your name and you just write a poem as if your existence was a planet and tell me about your planet. Remember, as food for our creative souls, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You need to have input in order to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat, and this applies to your brain as well. You have to have new experiences. You have to take in the sensations of everything around you. So when you go sit down to write, you have an enormous pool to pull from. Imagine what you could write about if you spent your entire life being raised in a room with four white walls and that was it. So when you sit down to write, that's an accumulation of everything you've experienced in your life so far. You want to write better? You want to write more? Put more in your data bank. (laughs) All right. And as our writer's discipline, and this is a discipline because it is something you need to make yourself do. You need to make it that important to you. You need to make you need to make yourself worth it. How do I put that? You need to do this because you are worth it. You and your writing. You know, you spend so much of your time giving away, giving so much of your time away every single day to someone else's wants and needs and do this and do that, that you are worth taking back just a couple of minutes of the day that are entirely for you. So every day we are going out from the moment we wake up until we crawl into bed at night. We're going out and looking for our 17 syllables. Every day, I want you to write a haiku poem. And I don't care if you like writing haikus or not. This is called a writer's discipline, so you just need to do it. And it will make you a better writer a million times. And if you need me to sit down over coffee and tell you why, I will. But anyway, go out and find your 17 syllables. A haiku is three lines, five, seven, five, so we'll count on those lines. When you think about it, jot it down. If you don't have enough syllables, it doesn't matter. You can go and... Add more later, take some away, whatever you need to do. The important thing is just to reclaim 17 syllables out of your day and get them written down, okay? Most of you talk in haiku sentences because of the natural cadence of the way we speak. Majority of our sentences are going to be five and five syllables or seven syllables anyway. So if you were to sit down and look at a poem you wrote, in fact, that's a good little side assignment for you. Grab a couple poems that you've written and try to go down and condense the meaning of that poem into three lines using lines from that poem that fit your syllable count. Of course, I'm not going to be there to see if you fudge a word or two, but that would be fun. And and what it's going to do is make you realize how often you write in five or seven syllable thoughts. Okay, that's it, you guys. That's it for our week's, this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast. Now, I am going to play an audio recording. If you would like to have your piece played on the air, where is my paper? I played on the air. You can email those to me. The word that is in the title, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. Send me your MP3 files or whatnot. You can message them to me on Facebook. And it always takes me a while, but I'll figure out how to get them downloaded off of there. You can So you can send me the tracks or your audio stuff. Or if it's YouTube, I can pull it off there as well. Um, so if you can send me those links. We'll get it uploaded to the show's library, and we will play it for the world. We got some this week from Robbie and Sinister Spittle and Joy uh, Chattel. I think there may be some in there from Jimmy. We uploaded those last week. I think I'm not sure. 
hoping there's some more from Jimmy. I always like seeing those in there. Um, so thank you guys for sending them in. I will get those uploaded to the library, so we'll have them to share. The piece that I chose to play tonight is by Jay, one of his new ones that he sent in, and it's called, it's, the title on it is just Positive Poem Song. So we'll see what this is. I haven't even listened to it yet, so it's going to be a surprise for all of us. Here we go. Hey, Vert, you know, I, I, I like to use Facebook as a, a way of healing myself. You see, uh, one day I was having a bad day, and I asked Facebook to give me one positive word. You feel what I'm saying, Vert? So... 56 people hit me back with one positive word. I took them words and created a poem out of it and left it in the order that it came in. This is what we had to say. With this pain, my soul is covered in stains, so I am tested for change. I move on through the storm. Stay close to God where it's warm until it's time to go home because it's Searching for something in my life to be positive was my motivation. Hoping to find inspiration, patience, waiting for sincere thoughts, most importantly understanding, expressing true love, finding true peace, the truth and honor, knowing the meaning within forgiveness because I believe we all can teach us inner warmth, soothing the soul. My goal in life, to birth a new dedication of this forgiveness. Expressing my intellectual identification with the capacity so you can feel my empty towards another situation. I write with sincerity, possessing loyalty that I have learned in early brotherhood. Being the world to Adherence to real strength, amazing because my honesty triumphs through adversity. Any unfortunate event or circumstance will not fall to ill chance. Yes, like I said, perseverance. I learned that love was the most important ingredient and a strong foundation. Next, add faith for the sake of originality, become flexible with this freedom to choose an enthusiastic appreciation of life. My thankfulness proves to be bliss. This is real because God has the best taste of integrity. Compassion found within this poem holding more excellence and righteousness attests to a true synchronized virtue. Our basic code of conduct and how they affect the future. 
future generations. Congratulations, you've influenced me in this next preparation. God is awesome. I'm grateful with respect pertaining to this confident, characteristic, euphoric feeling of happiness, showing my faith with ambiguous passion. You see, I cherish emotions when motivation has more possibilities depicting parenthood, fathering the future to not be tormented by people that do not understand the meaning of being positive. Falling back to inspirational childhood memories. Yes, this compassion is complete. And you see, we still Can you guys hear me now? Can can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I feel like a commercial. Can you hear me now? <laughs> All right. So that was Jay Chattel. Absolutely love that piece. I thank him for sending that in. Next, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. For those of you, for those of you that are on hold tonight, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as Jimmy, seven hundred two. You are our first caller tonight. Listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who's reading, so they don't ping me a hundred times asking me, and I can pay attention to you because that's very important. So make sure you introduce yourself. That and you always want your name attached to your work. Remember, we've got almost 17 years worth of podcasts available for this show. So, you know, you go back and listen to one from 14 years ago and somebody doesn't tell you who they are, what are you going to do, right? Sure, your name is attached to your work. You are literally, verbally, virtually publishing your poem right now. Because, like I said, we have a lot of years for the podcast you guys could listen to. So, yeah, make sure your name's attached. The next thing is you can read two poems. We do have busy phone lines tonight. So if it gets too crazy and I need to cut you back to one poem, I will do that. But I try not to do that. If it happens on your turn, then forgive me. I'm sorry. Um, But right now you're good at reading, too. Then when you are done reading, please make sure you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to confine you and get to know you and your work. And then remember, please, that we have a mature rating. So no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, you know, nothing crazy adult porn poem-ish. Mature rating, not an adult rating. You know where that line is. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, a lineup of the first callers coming in, so you kind of have an idea of where you are. We have 702 followed by 860. Then we have 702, 860. We had two 860s. Where did the other 860 go? 
We lost one of our eight six zeros. Okay, must I think it's Jessica. Where'd Jessica go? All right, so if we can get Jessica back online. There, I see her down here. Okay. I don't know what happened to her protocol, but she's not going to lose her place in Reliance, so I'll make sure we get her. So if 860 followed by 860, unless she's not ready to read. And then if I unmute you, just tell me I'm not ready yet. Then we have Mike at 731 and Miss Emmy. So let's go ahead and grab Mr. Jimmy Ray how was that? That was good. You faded out a little at the end. I, I loved it. Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machine, is in the house. First time that I've been first in a while. Wrestling, wrestling announcer <laughs> voice for you, Jimmy. I like it. I like it. Pretty soon we're going to call you Nyla Buffer. <laughs> that works. Okay. I wasn't sure if you get that reference. Michael Buffer, the famous announcer. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going to move past that one. Um <laughs> I don't bump. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know how Sin didn't beat me tonight, but Sin, buddy, you're going to get me next week. I know it. Uh, Nyla, as you well know, I am uh, in the midst of my Word Machinist Wonderland, uh, not unlike the Spooktacular. I love the holidays, and I like, you know, I think why only one day a year? So let's stretch it out. So I start oh, December month. 1st. It's a season. It's not a holiday. It's a season. So you're good. It's a season. And I uh, try to bring, uh, you know, whatever I can um, to those who may need it or may find something in it uh, because we can all use it. And obviously um, the themes aren't always in cheery, but um, to connect with the words is what we're going after. Uh, so tonight I brought you two pieces that I wrote uh, last year, just before Christmas, I included those last year. Um, and you will, well, unless you're lying to me, you will like these because you'll get a little of that uh, word machinist uh, song vibe going tonight. So these are kind of somewhat song-like. I don't claim to be a singer, but sometimes if the words take it there, that's where they take it. Look, I got you speechless. And uh, I thought you were—I I thought you were starting, so I was just waiting <laughs> well, with anticipated I, I breath. <laughs> so, um, this first one, uh, and this happens occasionally. I'll just be standing in the yard, or, or you know, just be somewhere around the house, and, and the first line or bar will come to me. I'm like, okay, that's it. We gotta get this. We gotta flex this out. And that's what happened with this one. This is called Christmas in Denver, which, by the way, I've never been there. Well, it was Christmas in Denver, and the trees were all bare, and the wind was as cold as my heart. And I thought about calling, but I lost your number. Couldn't risk truly falling apart. I remember the last time I saw her. She was standing like a tree in the park, and the leaves were all yellow, purple and red. It was springtime until everything Faded to dark. It's amazing how many tears one man can cry when the shadows are your only friends. I lay in that motel bed, hungry and tired, knowing full well 
how this had to end. So please, love, do not forsake me. Paid so many dues, don't know how to restart. Then the leaves have all fallen on the cold devil ground. It's Christmas in Denver, and I'm falling apart. There's a girl that smiles at the general store in Cripple Creek where the tourists abide. The come and go is hiring, but might stick around, or even behind gray clouds, the sun still resides. I forgot the last time that I saw her, and even the name of the park. And it's cold and it's snowing, but I'm warm inside. It's Christmas in Denver. Time to make a new start. Envelope. That one. And nobody Thank died in you. it. I'm great. <laughs> now stop associating me with death. I've only killed off a few folks. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> what I, what, that was, what really, I did. That was really good. Thanks, Nathan. I know you said you liked it last year. I wanted to bring it back. I have to select because we only have so many shows before the holidays, starting the first, so or just before the first. So. Um, so I- I have a, I have a challenge for you, or an idea. I have a, I have a little bit of inspiration. Should you decide to take it and run with it? Inspiration from the inkwell. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. In fact, it's sitting right here. Can you hear it? I actually, have one sitting here. Um, you should, because I'm sure you have enough. You should put out a Christmas CD next year, a holiday holiday. CD, because I know you cover a lot of things. That would be pretty cool. That that could be very cool. Um, it could be incredibly cool. Definitely food for thought. I like it. I like the idea. I'll get with my business manager. And, uh, okay. What she yeah, you could even maybe bring in some guest people to send in tracks, do on it with you, or do a collab, or and have someone narrate it. There's all kinds of things you could do. I mean, you you need to do that. Well, I've, I really have – it's funny you say that because I've really been toying with the idea of either writing a specific piece or bringing one back, but I think maybe a new piece that's specifically written in parts for several poets to voice and then requesting those poets. Um, I'll, I'll just handpick and request because if I put out a thing and, and too many people do it and I can't pick it, you know how that works. Then you feel bad not including everybody. But um, – and then just have them record their, their part, MP3, and send it to me, and I can put it all together in one of my 3D videos. And I think it would be really cool. I think it would be amazing. All right, what's your second one, hon? So also coming up on the aforementioned Christmas album uh, is this little ditty called Treetop Angel. She watches out the window from her treetop view. I says the children play in the snowfall anew. Her minions glow, glow brightly with ornamental charm as the tree comforts all with its sweet branching arms. We can hold Christmas deep in our hearts. Spirit of the season when the true giving starts. Where a yuletide smile as you go on your way. And say Merry Christmas to someone today. Found her in a box 
on a lonely dirt road. It was marked decorations, though the writing was old. I lifted her up and said, you'll do just fine. For one passing moment, I could swear that she shined. She's watched our boys grow throughout all the years, always joining in the fun and bringing us so much cheer. Eventually, the kids moved onto paths of their own. My angel stayed strong from the treetop still glowed. We must hold Christmas deep in our hearts, extending a hand when the true giving starts. Let it warm you within as you make your way and say Merry Christmas to someone today. Now I'm an old man living here all alone. I still feel the spirit in my old tired bones. I've got nothing but love, though I'm as lonely as you. I glance up at my angel and know she feels it too. I just love Christmas. I can't help myself. The old days are with me, but they sit on the shelf. I miss your smile, but what can I do? So I'll say Merry Christmas and that I still love you. And peace. That was beautiful. That was so beautiful. I don't know how that could not resonate with everybody. Wow. We try, I can picture right? him sitting I mean, in that old, old mohair, overstuffed, you know, armchair, and there's an Afghan quilted, you know, crocheted and laying on the back of the chair, and you know, there's dusty curtains and the windows really dirty, and he's living in a brick apartment about three floors up, and he's looking out the window, and and you know, things are a little bit messy, but there's his tree and there's his angel. I can see it all. I don't know what room he's in for you, but that's where he is for me. I just love that you can picture it because that's really um, a big part of what, not just what I do, but I think what we do collectively, you know, we are painting a picture in a sense with words and, um, and connecting those emotions. You know, it's kind of a, to get that imagery and that emotional connection together at the same time, I think is really special. And I think it helps a lot of people, you know, um, but you know, we have a uh, <laughs> so we have a tree uh, we have an angel that we found um, when the, when the boys were little uh, in an antique store and it's like one of those old ones put together with with straw and like a cone like a cardboard cone type of thing it's not metal or anything but um, and it just it called to me you know and I was like oh I guess we gotta get her you know it's just super cool and uh, she's been on the treetop ever since so. That, you know, I always say, I always try to tell people, even if it's old Bill or whatever it is, there's usually at least a small piece of myself in everything I write. And it could be just in a nuance of the words, or it could be, uh, as in this case, uh, you know, I'm not this guy in the poem, but that angel was definitely inspired by the one that we have. So pretty cool. Or Blueberry. Again with that. I don't want to know what part of yourself is in that poem because that just breaks my heart. I seriously love that poem. That that absolutely made me happy. That definitely needs to get recorded. In fact, that should be the very first one on your CD. 
All right. Well, I'm on it. I'm on the case. Now, I, you got a whole year. I do that's right. I do appreciate it. Let's get the show rolling on. I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name Word Machinist. And on Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. Come on by. Let's write something together. Thanks again, Nyla. You're very welcome. Give the kids and Missy a hug for me. Happy holidays to you. I will definitely do that. All right. Good night, hon. All right, our next caller comes from 8660, and this one is Krista. Hello, Hi, my Nyla. darling. Krista Joe, how, how are, are you? you? I've been on I am doing absolutely wonderful. So do you realize that Speakeasy Cafe is a haiku of time? 17 years. 17 syllables. Wow. Wow. Yep. Okay. Oh, good. My poem I'm going to write is going to be easy then, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear from you. It's nice to be here. Thank you for the platform. Thank you for what you do. You inspire all of us. Thank you. It's me that grows richer from these exchanges, trust me. So I can't wait to see what you are going to share with us tonight, my dear. So the first poem I'm going to read is because you read it on my um, Facebook page today. So I thought I would read that for you. Frozen violins, winter froze violins under the lake in 16th notes. Sheet music mocking ancient heroes too tired to navigate Thursday. Proclamations became frozen birds in a reel of forgetting that the moon mourned lost footprints. The children hoarded magic under porch light. Shed behind the thickest trees, our words tired of us. Our coats lined with notebooks, no one knew how to read. Armor for someone else's heartbreak. I was hungry for a kind betrayal of darkness, that someone would scurry the trail towards an opening in paragraphs. When the queen abdicated in the fairy tale, she left a note about silence. They say electrical currents won't ameliorate the abstract plummet, that the king still wanted an explanation for running out of town. We were good until we couldn't be good anymore. Mismatched arias about subletting, suffering. No one knew how to take it really. The quiet of profound slogans on fences. When the angels in the script were no longer enamored of us, we sent fan mail to glaciers set into free fall, the penguins discussing hierarchy. I became my mother without a cane, a day with rumors of departure under light bulbs that didn't work anymore a Christmas tree of miniature errant postcards. We might celebrate something akin to composure at the letting out of animal noises when the bullet hits its mark and breath dismantles the sky's promises. We were ice fisher women who cut out the violins and cut our hands on strings. There must be an explanation for some of this. So I want to know, I read this today on your page and I was just, I was just breathless. I, I did. I, I read it several times over and over again because it just the way. I mean, it is so abstract and yet so precise. I just thought it was absolutely amazing. So I'm really glad that you read it tonight. But I want you to tell me a little bit about this poem, real quick, if you would. Um, I don't know what to say. It's just I, I try. You know, when times are tough, especially, like, to just try to write 
during the day and try to make the day meaningful and just kind of just kind of unfolded on its own. Um, just pieces of me built into it all. Yeah, it's just kind of, I think my work kind of um, evolves as I write it. It kind of takes me to places I don't know where it's going. And then I edit down to see what's, you know, what's worth keeping and what is, I, I tend to, when I edit, cut out words, kind of tighten it up, tone it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like sculpting. Filler words, kind of ones like that don't like, need to be there, like for or yep. the or and. You can take so many of those out of a poem and make it tighter, make it more, that you were, use the word edit because people are so afraid of that word. You know, I hear so many people say that, you know, I write something and I never touch it, which is great if that's exactly the way you want it to be. But I find, you know, I, I sit there and I'll edit. I took a 24-page write one time and edited it down to 12 lines for a poem. Wow. You know, I, I found my 12 lines in there that said what I needed to say. But when I wrote it, I just followed it. And I can tell that's what you were doing with this, which I absolutely admire so much for people who can do that, who can just not overthink, just let go, just put their pen on paper and write the ideas as they come out. You know, let your mind bounce around you know, you can go back and clean it up later, but, you know, the just reading the the jumping points of each of these sentences, you know, seeing the meaning in them, but all the places you jump to get there is just incredible. I loved reading this poem. I loved hearing you read it, so thank you. Oh, thank you so much. The, the second one um, I wrote today, just because it's been kind of a bad week, so I was looking forward to calling in and just kind of stopped my day to write something just to feel better. I can't imagine my life without poetry. I'm sure you're the same. This is mm-hmm. called Perimeters. Perimeters. Even the shortest days can magnify what grew inside. The unrest of hungry birds that stay during winter. Soldiers with frozen ammunition. Calculations brought numbers that couldn't describe us. What we owed and needed to reclaim. A stake in the sands of forgetting what summer burned in her hands. Pages in the fireplace because no one would understand the hospital on standby for the car crash. Too many miles flew by the windows. Anxiety took the subject to waterfalls. What we know dissolved when we tried to look at it on a plate of someone else's daylight. How strange to be moving and talking at the same time. The entertainers are tired and want to go home. A resume can only go so far. The audiences translate the fallout of the hero gone missing in perimeters. The refrains etched on tombstones that line the trees. He wanted too much. She pulled down the sky. They didn't stand a chance to dismantle the dream world. The beginning was too heavy to carry. The middle droned on completely. Maybe the end was a traveling freely. Who could say when the heat broke down and left hands too numb to touch anything? Here is the transcript for where we went in multiple directions. I knew you then. I recognized the voice at night at the windows. We were falling into different lanes on the highway. You said you're not a sum of footprints. You said everything would be okay. And peace. You said everything would be okay. Mm-hmm. That was an, another amazing piece. I'm going to, if I don't remember to shoot you an email before the end of this, or tonight or the first thing in the morning, will you send me one to remind me? Hey, you wanted to talk sure. to me, Nyla? Okay. Okay. I want to talk to you about that poem. Okay. Awesome. All right, my love. 
How is uh, T.S. Elliott doing? Oh, he's um, he's been a good boy, a little restless, been kind of cold to walk him. It's going to be warmer, so he should be happier tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, tell him we're thinking of him and we appreciate him, okay? Okay, yep, he's right here by me. Give him a little All scratch right, so on the ears for us. Tell everyone how to find you, hon. Sure. I'm at chrisajopek.com, K-R-Y-S-I-A-J-O-P-E-K.com, and I'm also on Facebook. Perfect. I think I spelled your name wrong. Did I spell your name wrong on your tag last year? Um, no, K-R-Y-S-I-A. I think you spelled it correctly. Okay. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, appreciate you so much. I'm really glad you were able to call in tonight. Okay. Thank you so much, Nyla. Happy anniversary. I'll call in next week as well. Thanks, sweetie. Okay. I, this is the first show of the month, and according to the first show of the month, I am supposed to read a piece on the air per my agreement with you guys because I never read on here. However, I am, I am forfeiting my read tonight because I am going to play something really quick instead of doing my read like I'm supposed to. And that is because, and she's going to kill me for this, but we have Debbie Kelly, Debbie Philly, our Debbie Philly, our little Philly girl, my little girl in her leather jacket on the corner smoking a cigarette, giving the boys hell, in the chat room. And we have not seen her in there for a long, long time. And it's very appropriate because tonight was supposed to be our anniversary show, but because I've been sick this week and didn't get nothing done, we're going to be doing our anniversary show next week. But I just want to do a shout-out to uh, Debbie Philly because I love her dearly. She is my sister. We're going to grow old together and make midnight margaritas in some big old house and throw water balloons at paper boys and all that other stuff. She is my, just, she's amazing. This show would not be here. You guys have no idea how much work she put in. And I'll probably say that for next week's show, but I just appreciate her. So instead of doing my read tonight, I'm going to play the only piece I have on here from Debbie Kelly. And this was the second poem she ever read on the Speakeasy show. So we're going to play this real quick. It's a minute, 28 seconds, and then we're going to get right back to our callers. Hi, Debbie. Hi. I'm so excited that you called in. Why are you so excited? Because I know what you're going to read tonight. Oh, God. And, and you sit right in here with these boys. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, so, no I don't. No, I don't. No. Just, uh, don't. This is my silly girl coming up here to the stage <laughs> to take the mic and slam one down for you boys. <laughs> All right, now, okay, now I really am nervous. <laughs> Thanks, oh, no, you're not, baby girl. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I am proud of this poem. I love this poem that you wrote. Well, thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. This is called Slamming Down on My City. It says, my city is bleeding, needing, dying, babies crying as bullets go flying past my windowsill. Do you think the violence ever will stop hating, blazing, skating through our lives? Wake up, city of brotherly love. Do you need a shove, a hit? Don't spit on my streets. Liberty Bell is going through hell, dwelling, yelling, swelling from pain. Stand up and be heard against the germ, the virus. Infecting our city, this plague's not pretty. Love your neighbor as yourselves. Put your guns up on the shelf. Take pride within yourselves and help us live again. The end. <laughs> I can't breathe. The whole time I was reading that, I was like... <laughs> I just thought you were trying to be sultry, you know, like this. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to breathe. <laughs> oh, God. That was great. <laughs> so I had to play that. Debbie, it is so good to see you. I love you so much. I appreciate you. 
and I appreciate you for being a legacy cornerstone in this whole community. And uh, you know, you know what we went through back in the early days, and you know what you mean to me. So, okay, so let's get to our next caller, which is going to be Jessica. Oh, Miss Jessica, Planet Jessica. Was that planet? Was I doing that with you last week? No, it was area code Jessica. Area code Jessica. Okay. I thought I said planet. Yeah, I, then I then I changed to planets, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, my, my okay. Phone, All right. That's why I dropped off for a little while, and I had to call back in when my phone charged a little bit. So. Well, that is the joys of me being very old-fashioned and still believing in pen and paper and not trusting electronics because when you guys call in, I write it down on a paper beside my computer. And uh, That's why so you don't lose that. your places if something like that happens. Okay. I did actually write one for the show tonight thinking it was the anniversary show. So, But it's not the greatest, so maybe I'll be like probably just, editing it since I have a whole week. So that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, what, are you, what are you going to share tonight? I've been actually writing, so that's a good thing. Um, I don't have titles for uh, a title for this one, but um, okay. Daggers pierce every inch of flesh. I stand in front of the mirror, torturous reflection looking back. I do not recognize her. She is broken and tired. Inundated with wounds, scabs, scars cover her. Scars formed by words, indelible, cruel, evil. Lasting pain remains, reminders that words have power. Wounds that are still open over time, yet I found a way to heal. I stopped believing lies told by others I despise. I blink my eyes, the marks are gone, just a glimpse of the past. In the present, I am planted anew. I no longer let negativity, negativity reign. And peace. You don't let negativity reign. The power of the spoken word can turn those scars into little pink ribbons. Oh, I like that. Little pink ribbons. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I used that in a poem one time. <laughs> well, I won't steal that. About, about scars. That's why, that's why it made me think about it. But, you know, just the whole... The whole concept of, and I, I believe, I love that poem because I believe that so much, the power of the spoken word. You get what you say. You know, someone will sit there and say, I have no luck, I have no luck, I have no luck. Well, no shit. That's because that's all you say is you have no luck, you attract what you say. You know, there is power in that. And uh, you know, so I love that you ended your piece there. You know, that you, that that's where it went and that's the directions that that, I, I just loved it. I thought it was great. Thank you. Um, and now this one is one that I happen to like a lot that I was able to come up with. Um, it's called Love Story. My new pen glides effortlessly over lines in my notebook. Ink walks hand in hand with paper. A love story beginning ages ago, described passionately by writers and sages alike. From primitive to precision, pens carve moving verses, which calm souls and change lives. Put down on paper, words have more power. Technology tries to make paper obsolete. The age of writing letters has evolved into texting. 
I miss correspondence by mail other than simple cards. A nice gesture, yet not the same as having a pen pal or boyfriend far away to miss and pour out feelings with ink. Eager to receive each piece of mail with excitement unparalleled, yet instant gratification is now the norm. Quick responses are expected. Relationships end over text misconstrued. Cowards behind keyboards feeling more power hiding behind the device instead of properly discussing disagreements over coffee. Meanwhile, in the coffee shop in the corner, a writer sits composing a poem, civilly revolving, resolving conflicts with ink in a dignified method with words from her heart on paper. She'd be read to her love in person, soon to be sitting at her table, written with a pen instead of thumbs. And peace. So are you the girl at the table? Um, no, I, I know, just that, it was, I guess, kind of, but basically, like, if you're going <laughs> to break up with someone, do it in person, not over a text message. <laughs> right? Oh, that is the worst. I had someone say they were never speaking to me again over a text, you know, which, and then they never read my response, and then it completely blocked in the middle of the text, and just like, fuck it, don't even try to contact me again if you're just going to say, this is the last time I'm going to ever talk to you, like, Thanks. You know, thanks for being, you know, man <laughs> enough to in person to me, you know. Oh, well. It's oh, okay. We're tough. Yeah. Huh? It's okay. We're tough. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't need him anyway. I was looking for a way out anyway, so it was good. But it worked out just fine. Um, okay. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Jessica Brooke Poetry. And um, the only other place really is YouTube, Jessica Brooke, with an E, Pastry F Poetry. Um, and good night. I will hear, see you, be listening, and I will see you slash whatever here you all next week. I'm anniversary show. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jessica. I'm so glad you got called back in. You got a little charge on your phone so you could be here. Those were yeah. great. Thanks. You're welcome, and we'll talk to you next week, love. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So let's jump back up here, and we are going to get area code 731. Mm-hmm. My little firefly, are you with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. I hope your sky is a little bluer today, and you are less blue. The weight of your pressure will lessen. The sun will break through. You ask for so little, settle for less, still you roll with the flow. There's no one quite like you, and just in case you didn't know, you are loved. Beautiful. That was so sweet. Oh, I mean, my little, my little heart flutter. Yeah, yeah. Michael Todd calling here from West Tennessee. Uh, here's your 17 lines, your 17 syllables, I mean. Nihilus assignment, case of the missing lawn known haikus for next week. <laughs> you're so good. You're you're really racking up the uh, little gold stars tonight, aren't you? I reckon so. So uh, you are. So funny thing, Jessica Brooke, about uh, not sitting behind the keyboard and actually handwriting. <laughs> Everything I've ever written, I've written on the keyboard. Except I did write one book, eight and a half by eleven pages, ninety-nine poems and stories. I hand wrote the entire book, and then I went back to typing again. Wow. 
crazy. It's crazy, huh? I had to learn it how is. to write to do that. I had to learn that or everything I wrote was all caps for decades in business and stuff. Anyway, that was the way it that I was, was around a friend's kids, uh, the end of which is probably where I got sick from, but I was around a friend's kids and I had some things sitting on the table and one of the little kids looked at it and said, what's that curly, what's that curly writing? What language is that? It was cursive. It was my cursive writing. They well, thought it was a foreign language. Is, Isn't that crazy? No, cursive is cursive is easy to read. It's pretty easy to write except for F's and Q's. They're bad. Never been a good way to do those. So I have to kind of <laughs> modify them. Look, I got hey I've got a I got a assignment for Jimmy Ray. Jimmy Ray I got a assignment for you, okay? You know how he, he right. really blows up the internet with his awesome Halloween and Christmas months and whatever. For mm-hmm. God's sakes, Jimmy, what about Valentine's? What about Valentine's month? Hey? At least half. Fourteen days? Dude. He's he is like what I call a hopeful romantic. Not hopeless. So just a thought. Not really an assignment. Who am I to do my assignment? Anyway. We all inspire each other and push each other and challenge each other. I love it. We need more I of that. Written 14 lo- I haven't written 14 love poems in my life, okay? I will do 14 haikus for you. Yeah, but there's not actually just a love poem. Oh, where does that come from? Where does it go? Do you know the poem hey, I was going to read tonight, Jimmy? I mean, Mike. Why did you, no, you call me Jimmy? Jimmy in my head? Because you were talking about Jimmy, yeah. and now it's in my head, and I'm on cold meds. Oh, my heart. That was a great, that's a great compliment right there. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was going to read my Ode to the Fireflies, my, my AI poem tonight, but we I played Debbie instead. you saved it for week? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> so Is bad. Debbie still in chat? Is Debbie still in um, chat? She, she is, yes. So, so... Don't take this really personally, anything, but one of the biggest reasons I hung around you so much on my space in the in the twenty Audis was because you were her best buddy, and that's the only way I could get next to her. She is amazing. I don't. That's I would I would do that too. I know. Why do you think I, mean, I hung, I hung around right me now. just so I could be closer to her? I mean, I mean, I've written about the two of y'all together. That's one of the fifteen love poems. Oh, God, yes. Don't you remember? In twirling? Yeah. You have to bring that on and read it. I read it every New Year's Eve. Oh, it's so far away. All right, it's getting closer. All right, I won't bitch. I won't whine. I'll wait like a good girl. Mm. Hey, listen. Chrissy Jopek, who was on a little bit ago, she taught me something that was so invaluable. Um. People write poetry, MySpace, you know, MySpace poetry and Facebook, real poetry, the, the cool stuff, the good stuff. And and uh, they feel so emancipated and free. They just don't need to use punctuation. It's just not necessary. Everybody should just know. Well, in a way you do, okay? In a way you can, but you've got to really focus, all right? 
Well, what I learned from Chris and Joe Peck is the use of highlighters, okay? Print it out, get the highlighter, and put all the line breaks and keep changing colors, okay? And when you do that, and then you read it back a time or two like that, then it's just like you're hearing the person say it. Yes, yes, yes. I read everybody's stuff from the aspect of being an editor. You've got to. It's fair to everybody. Mm-hmm. I have to do it to myself. I have to do it to myself. So, anyway. I, I agree. I got a perfect example right here. I have a perfect example right here. My friend, Chuck Stephan, who now goes by Charles on the MySpace Poets and Creatives. I've got to ask him why he did that. Uh, anyway. He wrote a poem the other day called Solitary Confinement. I looked at that, and I said, man, it's a good, good job on my buddy here, the word man. He goes by the word man. So I said, I'm going to read that on Nala's show. And uh had it set up to go tonight, and I, I sat here while uh, while you were going on the uh, about the assignments and stuff at the beginning. And, and I just read it one time with the highlighters. I'm done. Now, I may get it right, and I may not. Oh, when I, when I did read it the other day, I did put a little comment. I'm going to include that with the poem. It's not a real. It's just my thoughts on it. I'll shut up and let you say what you will, okay? You ready? You ready? Mm, I'm ready. All right. Solitary Confinement, written by Chuck Steffen. I'm all alone here, walking in the Arctic air. The cold wind blows hard against my face freezing the tears that fall in icy rivers against my skin. Love has always been too thin to remain with me too long. It is what you all wanted. It is what was required to ever speak to me again. I've relented, given up on my dreams of a someone, anyone, shattered like icicles, crashing to the ground from the gutters. I have only myself to blame in this life too filled with shame to protest that much. But I cannot help but wonder what a soft touch, a warm touch, a close embrace could do for me on the coldest of December nights. But the ultimatum has been made, and I just, it's pawn, all winter long, alone. Love always, the word man. And I said, it is a treacherous walk down this hallway poorly lit, with familiar doors stand wide open, and those with secrets remain closed, leaving us to wonder what goes on in there. Surely it must be good. In pieces. Wow. He did an amazing job painting that... There's a pain when you're so freaking cold. There's a pain you feel that's unlike anything else. You know, and the whole Arctic and talking about winter and, you know, sometimes that makes it so much worse for people feeling lonely because of seasonal depression. You know, it's it's a time where you don't want to be alone. He did a really great job in that piece making me feel what he was writing. That was incredible. I thought so, too. He did magnificent. He's one of the few people that when he writes, I, I have a hard time staying silent. 
I'm like, <laughs> let me add to that. <laughs> let me help. I love let your me, rim. Let me be a part of this. <laughs> Let's have a moment together. <laughs> Share. That's awesome. You're so good at that. I'm really glad you shared that. Glad you like it. I did very much. Very, very much. All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how they can come visit you. And Debbie's all excited. She said she hasn't talked to you in a while. She's in the chat room. Well, just talking about other things I've written. I've been waiting on Debbie for a long time. I wrote about that, too. Oh, you forgot that one. I'll find that one. I'm you know, you're just breaking her. Fun. You're breaking her head right now. Oh no! no She's probably no. thinking, "How does no. anyone remember?" You know how Debbie is. <laughs> All right. Who wants to find me? You can find me at MikeTodd.blogspot.com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D, and and that's my little blog page. If you want to come hang out, that would be most magnificent. And now it's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets. And yeah, y'all yeah, have a yeah. wonderful evening. <laughs> Good night. All right, baby. I love you so dearly. Thank you for being here tonight. My pleasure, as always. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 8. Three, where'd, where did, hang on. We're going to bring on 83. Two, which is Soldier Blue, but we had three, four, six. Amelia, so I'm going to watch for her coming back on, and we'll bring her on as soon as she gets back. She was supposed to be next. All right, eight, three, two. I hear you hustling and bustling in the background, eh, no. getting your headset on. That, that's, that's that's not me. <laughs> that, that's, that's just someone Jim, who looks like Jim me. No, are you the one that took my gnome? I hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him a mohawk. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine with me. <laughs> He's my little Yule, my Viking Yule, Yule Tide Yule season gnome, so mohawk yeah, no, is all right. I, I, I get you. I got you. I think you're talking yeah, about my no, troll I, doll, though. My, my, my gnome mm, wears well, a hat, so it might be my troll. Yes, but... Yeah, hats come off though. <laughs> oh wow, wow, you're brutal. <laughs> and there were law against that. I need an I adult. I that. need an adult. <laughs> you're touching my hat. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Welcome, baby. I'm glad to hear from yeah. you. Yeah, that's way. That's way. It's been. It's not been a fun past couple of days, and I'm not really going to talk about much of it, but it's just really just been kind of like showing me the ignorance of some people, and it's like, come on, man. You know, I just I get tired of dealing with that nonsense, and uh, I don't I don't understand why. People do some of the things that they do. Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah, it's not just like I say. It's not been it's not been good, man. But I'm, I'm you know I'm dealing with it. Anyway, this piece is called Echoes. I'm not going to dwell on that. I don't I don't want to talk about it. Okay. 
echoes worth of difference. Songs to shatter beads, to splinter bones, echoes build, ripping distance in half, amazing the distance where you stand. Do you stand with red earth? Do you walk the good red road? Kankuruta. Eto. Hands shift functions. The dust gathers sedge-like upon the wind. Tadze scream of death scenes streaming Death dreams, warmth, death, in-house dreaming, death dreams, the songs behind shadow sight left to the spirit, death song splendor to warmth, echoes paint, Revered faces echoing the faces of a different past, a different path. Beggars in their bundles. We aren't asking anybody for anything. We hold everything we need within us. Bones, teeth, marrow, blood. Search of blood. Dreaming. As we lay dreaming colors. Leaving us one by one. Some the fours of our sacred homes. Body, flesh, and blood. Echoes mark a rhythmic halftime. Measures no recognition, escape, even up the chance of the sacred. The wealth of spirit. Will the bones take the chance? Nines, ancient times, signs of the Shivering sky, Gesa, Gasuth, Father, sky shaken, cleansed, in need of his reflective children. Rattles, fire burn, the fires of flavors that have tasted and become acid to the tongue. Forgetfulness. The wind will make the way, mark the weight, share the heart of raw made dust. And someone rises, head to the sky, unable to bear any more. I need my medicine. Oh, Mongo. We are. I am he who stands before you. Who othadath mohashwatsi. 
Echoes in vermilion shades of rage applied to the haze of what is still rage. Gibagon. Echoes to be made different. The blood of shine and DNA still shining this river many times. It does not pay to be careless. Beggars we may be, our bundles small and threadbare. We will still see our, sell our lives as dearly as we see them. We look at our young ones and know there are still many reasons to save a life. Ancient mysteries we have squandered, everyone pulled on our tendons. See which limb moves, shudders, jettering for control. We reshape ourselves, waiting to be remade in the ring. These red earthen slumbers, fingertips dance, cursed by the points. Broken lightning, oh, a face, jagged burns the rift of soldered skin, bones, fusion reveals us, gives us that life of color and confusion, and all that's light is the raw dream and the right of observations of what has always been there. No colors, no prejudice added, just the depth of what has always been there. Shkube, yes, deep as water, deep, dipping deep within the remembered currents that bore you. No resemblance to the surface that gave you life. You were born again, given birth to what is the sacrificial warmth of the red earth. Echoes resound. We thought we were lost. We have always been here. Mostly the courts. Iron ashes and all. We have returned to remind you what strength lies within the frozen dark, the hearts of our songs, icicle brightness shines, echoes cast loose, they shall not fall, dependent upon the birth of those who will find us. You, we are the ghost road born. Come home, one echo, one echo, old bones echo. We are here. I absolutely loved that piece.
I could feel it in my bones, in my in my old bones. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been reading an interesting book, and I and I, I as I get further into it, I really wish I'd have started reading it a lot sooner. Pretty much as soon as I got it, because it's um, it it is such got a lot of things to good things to say. It's called Sand Talk, and it's uh, by a man by the name of Tyson Yulkaporta, and he is Aborigine, or Aboriginal from Australia, and he's not, uh, you know, like in, in terms of you know the you know the secrets of life, but he is showing through story and through his own life experience what it is for uh, that he has seen and how what it, what ta- what turns and what paths that can be taken in that indigenous kind of uh, world view uh, and from halfway around the world and my elders have always said they would be more surprised if there were greater differences and greater similarities. And it's just like I am just I'm just really having a good time reading this book. And it's got a lot of good things to say. And just as a point of interest, they have always they meaning the the Aboriginal people of Australia have always thought about the the darkness between the stars as being land, not void, because everything that is part of the land is there. And they have had various scientists, all, you know, in the last decade or so, all of a sudden, oh, yes, dark matter. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you jerks. You you could have been so much further down the road if your dingling butts had been listening to some of those some people who actually knew a little bit of something. But no, oh no, we have to do process and take five hundred years more to get there. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting, you know. That all of a sudden, you know, here's you know here they you know like I say the Aboriginal people have been talking about this literally for centuries. And all of a sudden, in the last couple of decades, oh yes, a, a, a dark, dark matter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't you love it when we tickle ourselves? <laughs> oh, it's great. It's wonderful. I mean, like I said, I can like, I can like, point to so many examples of of oral history that actually, you know, are based in fact, and there there has been, you know, sign there. Western European or Western form of of science verification, so you know that's 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 been proven. Mhm. Just have to listen for the echoes. Exactly. It's all still there. That's it. I know. Yeah. I know about the echoes <laughs> for sure. All right, are you going to read two tonight, honey, or just that one? I do echoes. Uh, I, I just the guide. Got it. <laughs> hey, yeah, I just got that one tonight. I got uh, my other one for her next weekend. I uh, I'll tell you right now, it's 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 not a it's not a happy 
happy, happy piece, you know, you know, like happy, happy, happy thing. But it it reflects, you know, you know what I, you know, how I see things in a lot of ways. And I like it. I mean, it's nice. It's a good piece. It's not just not very happy. That's all. <laughs> that's okay. Nobody said you had to be fluffy bunnies and and fuzzy ducks all the time. Yeah, I, can't, I just I just can't I just can't write that way. It just it's <laughs> I, I have to refer back to Wayne's World. It's like that new pair of underwear. We can just feel so strong. I tell you, it's fucking in, you know. <laughs> so, so I just like I said, I, I'm serious. I just cannot write like that. It's just like, ee, that's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that for somebody else to do. That's, I mean, that's not that I look down on it because I mean, there's plenty of times, you know, when a ray of sunshine is a good thing, you know, I'm just saying I can't do that. But anyway, you can uh, find me on Facebook. It's Rafe wild at facebook.com and underneath in parentheses, it'll say soldier blue. And then you can also uh, hear some of my work on my podcast, uh, red earth one, the word separated. It'll get you there a little faster. And I'm still working and putting together what I have on Reverb Nation. So hopefully that'll, uh, without any further uh, drudge mundanities of the day-to-day, you know, start to pick up a little bit in terms of being able to get it done a little faster. But I'll, I'll make sure I uh, let everybody know when I get to that point with it. Well, I'm waiting with bated breath. Not that I'm eating worms or anything, no. but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, I like I said, I'm gonna <laughs> like I said, I want to because I mean there's a I mean there's a lot of things you can do with reverb, so I mean it's a, it's mm-hmm. got a lot of uh, possibility has a lot of possibilities. So it does. I am trying to get there. Very cool. Whatever you need, let me know. I will help you. I appreciate that, and I will be probably contacting you this uh, this upcoming days off. I have uh, Mondays and Tuesdays from from my days, uh, uh, my my life, if you will, uh, my two days of life. So I will be needing to to sit down and uh, uh, talk to you about some of the particulars on how to uh, do some use some of that software. Well, it's a lot better timing for me now because I'm not out on my paleontology digs and gone all the time like I was during the summer so winter's a good time for that so yeah let me know okay okay I will I will do that all right baby we will talk to you soon yes ma'am thank you yes ma'am all right our next caller comes from area code 213 you are on the air Nyla it's good to um be heard, and um, I'm gonna get this out the way because you have a lot of people that want to get on. You can find me at on Facebook at uh, Coach Ed, um, and also Instagram at Coach Ed Sincere, and um, got that out the way. How are you doing? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Thank you so much. Cannot wait to see what you're gonna read. Okay, it's called I had it. Wait, wait. I had a thing. I had a thing. Okay. Um, I had a drink at the corner bar, not withholding that. I wanted a cup of death for being the X over Y. Should I not be able to drive on ice? Ever since common sense was at one cent, was at last dollar, a tat, 
to these uncertainty behind annihilation since she said she wanted to control the spoiled spilled with the blood of a nation of babies, unaware you wanted money and spice from the land of the lost. A common thing is stuck inside and beside and around the tips of a puppet master and a commander of a mere landscape design offering an ethno to dwell and sell personal information about lifestyles around the many generations of a dream. Had a common misnomer. I'm inspired by you through us unsuitable for a G rating. To the speakeasy going cafe, it was not about being indentation of a community group of exquisite writers from around the nations of open silver justice leaders to be a voice for the dawn of the walking in the shell of a ghost. However, chances are about my stupidity, stupidity, another day for another dollar spent to kill a generation of three hours forever under the word, word that has been written and directed by a show offering conclusion for a dime. Ed McKinney and one half course poetry in peace. Wow, that was incredible. That was awesome. Thank you. That was absolutely a treat. I heard a speakeasy in there. <laughs> uh, My toes are curling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, definitely inspiration. So uh, thank you for allowing me to have this platform and uh, many people that uh, that um, believed in me. And um, so it's a it's a slew of individuals that just made my life um, where it is now. So I want to thank everybody. You um, you need to come back re- next week and read that on the anniversary show. I sure will. I sure will. I would. That would make my little heart so happy. I sure will. And happy anniversary, and I'll do that for you. Perfect. Thank you, sweetheart. Were you going to read a second one? Absolutely. And this is called I Am an Atheist. I'm an atheist. Since 17th century Anglo-Saxon, off of blackjack origin, which formed the European crime games. Check the author's. And the 50 others or so generations after the fall of the black moon setting or rising of the queen's bloodline. Royalty as royals can cringe. Form forth a bastard's begotten daughter's custody agreement by which he and she said so. I'm a Democrat Republican out of romance of Roman politics of the jury of the Nile. Ask the citizens of Niger, N-I-G-E-R in Africa, and Athens. An Italian Greek gods that made you clay from red crystals. Who am I? Hail Caesar, fire the emperor, empire is here. Park at the stalemate offering collusion to the columnist report similar sentimental demigods of an ineligible ancient ones. Ed McKinney in peace. Wow. <laughs> I, love that. I love that one as well. You just can't stay away so long anymore. Oh, I won't. Uh, I had to uh, fix a few things, so I'm going to stay away too long. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for this platform of 17 years. It's magnificent. You're awesome. Isn't that crazy, 17 years? I don't even know anyone that's who's all. been married that long. But not, not nowadays, no. That's, it. That's, that's, that's a prayer. Right. And you've been here a while. You know, we don't have the drama. We don't have the bullshit. There's no 
crap or trash yeah. talk. I don't know how. I don't know how that how the, I mean this the world could learn from us. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're just inspired by everybody that comes on, and you hear their um, their words, and you just want to just know there's this always peace in the, in the chaos. So, this is always a light and dark. So, I appreciate everybody that comes on here, and um, for what they do, and it's a very uh, respected community that just wants some true positivity and darkness. Well, we really appreciate you, and you're such a huge part of this family, even when you're not here all the time. You're still here with us. If you walk to the door anytime, you're going to see your place set at the table with your cup and your coffee and waiting for you. So, you know, you're a huge really? part of this community, and we just appreciate you. So thank you. I'm humbled by that. I won't stay too long. Thank you, and may the next poet uh, enjoy themselves and enjoy you. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. Good night. All right, so good to hear from him. All right, our next caller is area code 937937. They call her Lola. Da, 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 da. Oh. Hello, Go ahead. Hi, Hello. sweetheart. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you? I am feeling much better. I'm still weirded out on my cold bed, so this is what you guys are getting tonight, but... I'll this is awesome. I haven't been on here in a hot minute because it was a rough Scorpio season, let me tell you. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I quit. So, Had all you can stand? Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the nonsense. I was sick, and then I was in a hit-and-run accident. It was a good time. And, uh, yeah, so it's been Wow. It's been fun. They, it was hit-and-run, but they found her because apparently – she is a 51-year-old schizophrenic lady who lives with her mom, and when she pulled in, mom saw the car and was like, uh-oh, and called the sheriff. So I did find out who it was later, but at the time it was a hit and run. So it was fun. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, we're good. Other than just the stress of all the aftermath and the whatnot and, yeah, so – yeah. What is it? Chris, what is it? Shake, that song, Shake It Off, instead I'm going to tell you to write it off. Well, I've been writing, but I also started doing um, art journaling, which is a rabbit hole of sorts. And, like, I'll be doing stuff, in it, and then I'll look up, and it's like 3 a.m., and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so what are you art doodling? What is that? What are you, what are you doing? Um, my art journal, it's like um, – Think of scrapbooking, but for, like, artists. So you're not like sketching a, not or like drawing or... Mo- that, too, like, and, like, just, like, um, like, like, collaging stuff together and then including, like, my art or, like, my, my poetry or, like, thoughts, you know, whatever. Painting. Oh, you have to photograph a couple pages for me and show me. Absolutely. Yeah, I just bought I a whole, like, so I've, it's, I have a pile of stuff now because I'm obsessed with it, and it's, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it's, it's a good time. That's so. awesome. I do that when I'm out in the field. I do nature journaling. I'll write and stick mm-hmm. a flower on it and squish it and then put a pine cone in there, and mm-hmm. you don't squish it oh, well, yeah. but, you know, my book's kind of mm-hmm. lumpy. <laughs> oh, mine is too, and I haven't even got none of that stuff in there. 
<laughs> so what are like, you going to read for us, I have two I was going to read. Okay. <clears throat> Forget you for just a little while. Muddied thoughts, love struck high where time sleeps at our feet. And we memorized by an Eden. This idyllic, opulent existence, ignorance blissful of cracking glass about to break. While tangled roses writhe, my name is lost within the oubliette of your kiss until only your breath sustains my song. I breathe your air, swallow your words, hanging on the deep curve of your voice. A voice with faint echoes of a girl I used to know. Blind to the world, blind to the war inside, blind to everything but you. Ravenous heart, unquenchable thirst, so consumed, forgive me. Please forgive me, a not-so-naive sinner with good intentions on devoted wide-eyed wonder. We are too good together. And my confession of blushing shame is I wanted more. So forgive me if I sleep, pleasure-sedated bones, if I allow my heart to dance alone. Not forever. No, just a little while. I need to forget you for a little while to remember myself in peace. Do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of a movie that was on a long, long, long time ago that I got in trouble for watching, but it was called Nine and a Half Weeks. I vaguely remember that. Like, I don't remember. Like, I I can see the the VHS cover. Like, I don't remember the movie, but I remember the cover. Think of that poem and then go online and see if you can find it somewhere and watch it. Okay. And then think about that poem you just wrote about just the whole consuming, but I need a minute to breathe. But it just, mm-hmm. that was really intense. I absolutely love that. Anyone who's loved like that gets mm-hmm. that poem. You know, it's exactly. almost like a secret language we understand inside that poem because not everybody has ever loved like that. Yeah, and that's why, like, I I was, you know, thinking about things and, you know, had some things going on and I'm like, that, and that came out. Like, I was actually doing some... Uh, shadow work in my in my art journal and uh i wrote i, I wrote so i don't bad. know i wrote something down and it spawned that so yeah. very very good very cool all right what else it's kind of long have? for me too normally i do really short stuff so <laughs> <laughs> until we write a collab together then it'll be long i'm all for it let's do it do it. Okay. My second one. October ocean serenade, making love to salt kiss breeze. We were shadows on the moon. Twisted, unrelenting passion heating up the sky. The ocean crashed. We collided. Exhale, desire bursting against midnight, raining torrential, shivering stars. Every time I hear waves sing and shy stars blush, I am reminded of how you felt. How we tangled in intricate desires, your touch alive on my skin, bold ghosts setting fire to wanton curves. And as my mind falls prey to incessant renditions of daring lust, my body floods crimson memories and your name raising hell, swallowing me whole. In peace. (laughs) Every time you turn around, the moon's right there behind your shoulder, right? You can't escape it. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful reads, both of those. 
I am really enjoying I'm really glad you found your way to the show. I'm really glad turning and sharing and that I'm getting to know you and your work better because it's um, you, you write so beautifully. Well, thank you write you. in a language I understand. That's good because most, most people have no idea what I'm talking about. So. I do. I appreciate it's amazing. It. All right, tell everyone how they can come find you. Okay. I am spell. Lola. I am Lola Lawrence, and I am on Facebook under uh, Stirring the Soul, and um, also Soul Collision by Lola Lawrence. It's my like backup page because Facebook put me on the bagger list with the other one. Um, and then uh, I'm also on TikTok and Instagram under Lola Lawrence um, 0507. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Okay, we'll see you next week, all right? Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller is Mr. Brother O at 219. Are you with us, sir? 219? Hi, Brother O. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's good to hear from you. What do you have for us? I had to mute my mic. I sneezed. Sorry. <laughs> what do you have for us tonight, honey? Because oh, Christmas is only celebrated one day out of the year. Why do we make big deal over December 25th? Only one day out of the year. Wrong. The Grinch, no Mr. Scrooge. I love celebrating Christmas because it is my favorite holiday. understand or comprehend is why do some of us make such a big deal out of this particular day? So, point of view of Christmas it is just another day to be thankful. The privilege to celebrate another Christmas with my. A close friend, the birth of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Celebration of Christmas and the celebration of man-made traditions like Santa Claus essentially diminish the importance of the reason why the holiday season got us caught up in the hype of buying Christmas presents for everybody. Bad shape economy again. Why did we make such a big deal over December twenty-fifth? one day out of the year. Here, after Thanksgiving, or the Monday after Thanksgiving, this is Wednesday, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. People across the country standing in long lines in department stores like a bunch of fools in the cold wind, cold weather. Just presents with their families and friends. Doors open their doors early in the morning. People stampede over each other, acting like fools just to get some on sale. This store, uh, about robbers again. Why do we make such a big deal over December 25th, one day out of the year? It ain't even that serious. These stores only care about the green piece of paper because you keep your purse or wallet. You were adding the paper to keep up with the Joneses, making you spend your hard-earned money to make a profit. Spence. 
why do we make such a big deal over Christmas? One day out of the year. Pay rent. Can't pay your mortgage. Your hair and nails done. Buy all the all the food for Christmas. Because don't have food on the table and looking a hot mess. The car note because of buying that you can't afford for trying to impress people who really don't care about you, especially somebody who anytime causes all types of drama and trouble during the holidays. Necessary debt and then they'll broke the beginning of the year one day out of the year. The important question why did we make such a big deal over December 25th, which is only one day of the year? That's that piece. And poem. Beautiful right, sweetheart. A lot of really good points in there. Awesomeness. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight or just that one? Now I'm only doing that one. Okay. Okay. I guess. Tell everyone how to find you, baby. I can be found on Facebook under the name of my brother Gavin and on Instagram under the handle brother O underscore the living miracle 1975. You can catch, uh, catch a lot of good stuff there. What I got going on poetry wise, uh, and uh, a lot of inspirational stuff that I post, and a lot of a lot of good stuff. So yes, thank you for always supporting, supporting me every week, and I truly appreciate you. Your family, what we do. Thank you. We appreciate you very much. All right, sweetie, we'll, we'll talk to you next week on the anniversary show. I'll be on the anniversary show for sure. Fantastic. All right, sweetie, we'll see you then. Thank you. See you next okay. week. Our next caller, I think this is Clarence, comes from area code 615. You are on the air. Yes, it is me. Hey. Hi, Hi Nyla. you. Hi. How you been? It's so good to hear from you. I've been okay. That's good. Doing well. <laughs> I'm glad to hear uh, from you. Glad to see you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive. <laughs> glad to be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to bless us with tonight? I have this piece called Third Eye. Let me set the record straight. My thoughts about the third eye as I go through this turnstile, I keep it closed off to parasites that try to reside in my mind, making it their paradise. Carrying lies like life, burrowing inside as agents, surveying fragments of my imagination, placing a fragrance of fear, anxiety, and schizophrenic paranoia, extraterrestrial beliefs in the paranormal without advance warnings as I wake up in the morning. 
folks get critical calling me a conspiracist off my written word literature saying my spin is despicable and that's why I'm here alone not letting anyone get intimate. I've had experience with energy vampires who have bitten me in different years that my emotions became sinister with bitterness. I vowed to never pledge allegiance to wicked symbols from this illuminated system, tricking folks to focus on fame and fortune selling their souls for timeshares in the morgue. I don't wear eye patches and I don't channel my dead ancestors to coexist with marching in this madness. So to answer you, I practice abstinence, becoming absence from your regularly scheduled programming. Those without class, dismissed. And at this moment, you were working as a waitress in a corner bar when I met you. That's it, Deese. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> I love that piece. I love all of the. You hide so many little Easter eggs inside your writing. It's just, it's really fun to hear you read. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. And what else are you going to read? I guess you're asking for another piece, am I right? Of course I am. You know me. Give me an inch, I'll take a mile. Okay. Here's a mile for you, and it's called Gas Mask. I can't breathe because you, the people, plan to condemn me. I have seen the coming of the Lord through your lies, saying this is safe and effective. So in order to keep my job as an indentured servitude associate, you say I have to accept it or be escorted by security off the premises as I voluntarily terminated to be used as directed. I get it. Except my Messiah in his message says, don't be anxious. I see folks sipping on syrup in Louisiana and Kansas. Can't find disinfectants, toilet paper, and pampers. But we can stand six feet in a line all masked up like Jim Carrey, living in this horror movie like Carrie, seeing this is a tragedy. Patted down from traveling morphs into police brutality, we became paranoid paparazzi amateurs with Android cameras, escalating the classifications of categories to separate family matters. Did I do that in referencing dead ancestors? Saying the only race I watched was Daytona, human, and Indianapolis, while the Beyonce halftime show was a formation of assets mind controlling us to push agendas and propaganda. My thoughts are entangled in this climax. Will somebody slap me? I'm a man that paused, looking at the parents that cause psychological damage by challenging classic roles of manhood, changing the definition of enter the dragon. I better stop, or Mark, who sucks a turd, will have my account of this world canceled in peace. Wow. That was phenomenal, Clarence. Thank you. I love in the these chat today. room too. Did you really? Good yes, for you. Both I'm proud of you. I wrote today. Yeah, I've been having a lot of prompts 
from you and some others. Been writing a lot. <laughs> that is good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Happy happy anniversary. Oh, yeah, one more thing. You said you didn't know anybody who was even married that long. You got 18 years in your in your face right now. I am proud of you. It's hard. You have to know that that's a you have to be proud of that because it's not easy. You make no, a choice, choice every day to be in love. You make a, you know, choice. It's hard work and yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, it's something. <laughs> anyway, where can you find me? Besides being in a Walmart parking lot with everybody looking at me like I'm crazy, um, <laughs> you can find me at facebook.com backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. I have a few group pages, C double thirty four music and friends. Uh, there's so many pages there. And www.soundcloud.com backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. You will hear my works and you will hear my collaboration with other poets. Hope you like what you hear. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Drive willing. Yes, drive willing. <laughs> on the road again. Anyway, <laughs> love you. Talk right. to you soon. Love you too, hon. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 307. 307, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. This is Mary Goff from Wyoming. I've been I coming to so you so for happy. So like happy to hear years. your voice. <laughs> And I hear it's the anniversary one next week. It is. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can't believe that. And when you said 17, I'm like, well, I remember 16. I've been on 16 years that I've been coming to your show. I remember the very early days, way back when, mm-hmm. even on MySpace. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to come on and say hello and just tell everybody they're doing a wonderful job of been. Listen to everybody, and, and at the beginning of the show, you posed this question, um, thinking about our community and, and what they mean and, and who has influenced us over all of these years. And um, right away, what jumped in my mind was Soldier Blue, uh, Hermit in the Woods, and Maureen Snyder, and of course, you. Those always jumped out. Um, Hermit in the Woods always made me... Uh, his poem about depression, depression sucks. It sucks the life out of you. It sucks. Yeah, that just that always stuck with me because that was the most perfect description of depression I had ever heard. And that was, so you, oh, my gosh. Do you want to hear a wonderful story about that? Yeah. Yes. So you remember where he was. He never left his house. He ordered things in. You know, there right. was a reason he called himself Hermit in the Woods, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had a dog. I had a wolf dog. He was 50% wolf, 
and he raises wolf dogs. He has some of his own. And it ended up where I couldn't keep mine because my house insurance was going to go up a bazillion dollars because he was considered an exotic animal at 50%. Oh. And I would literally have to build a zoo enclosure in my backyard for him, which was ridiculous. So oh I goodness. drove. He drove from over by the Great Lakes. I drove from Oregon. We met at Vitavu in Wyoming near Cheyenne. And I gave him my, he, he bought a, he actually bought a uh, motorhome for the trip because he had to bring his dogs with him. So he bought a motorhome, met him, he ended up, gave, we, I gave him my dog and just drove away heartbroken, but he stayed there for about a week. And then he went down to Colorado and started traveling around. He's no longer hermit in the woods. He is now, he's been working as a camp host in Colorado and making all kinds of friends. He is going down to Arizona with the dogs in his motorhome every winter and staying at this quartzite place, I guess, which is like this big convention for motorhomes and stuff like that and runs around naked in the desert and just, he is doing so well and I am so proud of him, you know. That's amazing. So he's no longer a hermit in the woods, and he's writing beautiful poetry. It's not depressing. His whole life has turned around and changed. You want to talk about someone who could, this show, this community has changed him. That's because of us, you guys, that change in his yep. life. You should be proud of yourselves. Now, I was just telling my partner that I'm, I've, I've been on this show, been calling in about 15 years, and at least listening, um, not necessarily calling in and reading poems. And I have called in. This is kind of like a home, as a home beacon. I, I started um, joining your show when I lived in Laramie before I was ever even a mom. And uh, my kid is 21 now. So, and, um, yeah. Just, That's crazy, uh, right? It's, yes, it's just crazy. I called from Oklahoma. I've called from California. I've called from Michigan, Wisconsin, Wyoming. And um, it always just feels like there's this home beacon. And it's this this show. And so I'm really glad that it's it's still here. It's it, I got a lot of fond um memories. A lot of fond memories. And I love it. It doesn't matter shows. how far you go out wandering and how what you do, there's all you know, like I told the caller earlier, there's always a place at the table for you. You are family. You know, you are part yeah. of our history. You are bricks in this wall. You are the mortar that holds things together. You know, your fingerprints are everywhere in this community and so it's nice, nice to have you stop in home on your travels, my dear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I had to, I had to, I had to. <laughs> Are you going to read tonight? Yeah, I have uh, one piece I can probably, that I would, I would read. Let me find it again. I had it all set up and ready to go. And then I had to bump my screen. But I wrote this piece. Um, I think I was living in Wisconsin at that time frame. And uh, I had... It had just came to me while I was sitting in that, all that traffic. And, um, well, anyway, here's the piece that came out of it. I never did give it a name. We go down, 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 downtown and walk. The sun hits the horizon like a spill of gasoline, igniting space and spaces between. The buildings soon ignite their inner lights, and we gawk into store windows, funhouse mirrors that reflect society. We follow the witch's caravan, an old robin's egg blue Ford Econoline, a short moving van, and an old beater with broken taillights to the edge of town. 
Later, we would ride our bikes by cover of night, sure of our destination, our brains ablaze in firelight. A funeral procession should never be broken, just as ill words about the deceased should not be spoken. Leave the geese to gently step on the sleeping, for no one would like to wake up in a coffin. Let these words guide you, and may the procession you join not be your own for a long time, my friend. We peer over the edge of the cliff, our front wheels kissing wind. We drop our fears into the wrist, and our dreams lift us to the other side, and we continue the ride. End piece. I love the imagery in that piece. That was incredible. I have missed you so much. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, Is uh, your son still writing? Uh, yes, he well, he hasn't written in a long time. And I actually was, uh, I actually had to, I brought out this piece that, you know, because he's 21 now. And he wrote this poem, if I, if I could read this for my second piece. Um, sure. He was six years old. And I encouraged him to um, let me read it on your show. He, he wrote this when he was six. He's 21, approaching 21 now. Souls, the power inside of you, the essence of life, the item that is unique to you, the body of goodness, the body of evil, the web of spirit that hides within you. Red or blue is decided by it and chooses what talents you have. It is your internal driving force, the threads of destiny. And peace. Six. Yeah, I I could not believe that someone that age wrote that. I was so proud of him. I hope he's still writing. Uh, tell I, tell I, him I, I asked him. about him, and that I'm hoping he's still writing. Oh, he he was waiting for that. Um, you were going to send him some kind of writing book and pen or something a while back. We never did get around to having you send that, but you were supposed to be sending that him that in the mail. And uh, he didn't send that in the mail. He didn't get it. No, he did not get that. I know. (sighs) It's probably because you know I've I've lived such a nomadic life, such a nomadic life. I'll have to get back in touch with you and give you my my current address and just update on all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he um, I encourage him to write, and I think it'll be nice for him to hear. Again, that people do still remember his writing, and he he was writing. Of course, up I do. And tell him I did send that. I don't know so. what happened, but it did get sent. Oh, okay. No, girl. No, no. Sorry, my cat, Tissy. <laughs> <laughs> I have four animals. I have Electricity, Marigold, Windsor, and I have Gracing, and I have Dovahkiin, and the Moose. <laughs> and every time I'm doing something. They have to be right where I'm hyper focused, so because they're animals. Of course. And, of course. But anyway, thank you for letting me come here and blather at you again, as always. And I just wanted to say hello to everyone. This has always been like home to me, and you've always been like home to me, Nyla. And um, I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. I really hope that you're able to call back in next week for the anniversary show. That would be great to have you on there. You know, what? I'm going to make sure that I do. Perfect. I'll make sure I remind you. Okay. <laughs> Just All right. Call out for me on there. I say, Mary, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I will. 
Okay. Thanks, well, sweetheart. And, uh, first, anybody finding me, nobody can ever find me, as you know, because I am such a nomadic person. So, um, yeah, if I ever get a stable place and something going, I'll share that. But until then, you know, just tune in, listen to me on here. That's the only place y'all can find me. Sorry. <laughs> Very glad you were here. You did fantastic. And I will talk to you next week, honey. Thank you. Our next call, I'm going to go ahead and give the lineups. You have an idea. We have 419 followed by 216-573-863. And then we also have 815 down there. But you have not pressed one, so the little hand icon is not showing so that I know it's okay to bring you on 815. So if you, that's Gina. Gina, if you want to come on, I got you, girl. Okay, awesome. All right, let's go ahead and grab, we've got 49 minutes left and one, two, three, four, five callers. So I'm going to try to keep my comments at the minimum so we can make sure we get you all on with two palms. 419, Mr. Jones. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just dropping the pen on this fresh ink. As you unmute me. <laughs> that is awesome. So I I just showed up late for the show. I was in the ER for like three and a half hours with my youngest son um, and didn't didn't know that I'd be making it to your show tonight. So <laughs> well, I'm I glad am. you were. Um, I think I'm going to call this poem False Prophet based on a um, prompt that Clarence and I were given to write together, but I'm not sure yet. Um, So I'm going to read it anyway. This is the one I just now wrote, like, within the last 10 minutes. I cannot wait to hear it. The next time the rain comes, I will acknowledge the tears of the clouds. Mindfulness has been calling on me more and more lately, and my Christian friend said, God's calling me, and that's what it means. I don't know, though. It seems strange that the universe would have reason to acknowledge just little old me. I am not more significant than the next average human being. See, the things that I write and speak are just the things that I feel and that I think, and I come along with a lifetime of diagnoses that Make me question what I understand and believe. What does this mean? Because at times my words have had struggling Christians second-guessing their passed-down ancestral faiths and beliefs. What could all this mean? I mean, so much would call, call it insanity or delusional, which seems so real to me. I don't wish you to follow me. Don't follow my words unless your soul resonates, because the things that my pen inks, I think, That is the voice that speaks, the soul of me. Through the writing of me, it speaks, but never go believe in what I believe, for I have no flock I'm worthy of. And my incredibly detailed dreams that look like future days are just that, profound detailed dreams worthy of painting and writing poetry. Peace. (laughs) That was phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> um, You're very welcome. Um, I have another one, which was also based on a prompt that um, 
that um, Clarence and I wrote wrote together, and it's called Medusa. She stone gazes dudes before putting them in a trance, fixated on a soothing lullaby-like tone. When she spoke, it was like her whispers. Stopped them dead in the tracks in mid-step. She made them weak-willed when she offered them a sample of a snake venom all dressed up in sweet sex that made the members bone stone stiff bone chilling seductions and a toxic kiss and from her venomous breath tight dress filled breast panties and fish nets looked so inviting so good but comes with a touch of death assassin la femme deadly serpent is sweet tempting skin she's demonic when she thinks about men and ill-intended when she lets them in curves where she needs to be paid when she wants to be and every clown within her view of her gaze is through done finished skewed screwed there's no coming back from what this medusa could put a man through face wow that was awesome. It was weird, I think, hearing it read or listening to it, listening to myself read it now. I think it's a weird thing. I don't know. I think I'd probably like her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think her, I think her and I could probably hang out. <laughs> <laughs> that speaks volumes. I might be a little scared of you now. <laughs> A little fear never hurt anyone. It's good. Caution's good to a point. Well, that's awesome. Great read, honey. Thank you. Um, You can catch me here, God willing, every um, Thursday night with Nyla. Um, Once in a while, I'm on Facebook, uh, just Rebel Jones. Just look me up, Rebel Jones. Most likely, I won't friend request you unless there's poetry in your profile there's a lot of weirdos out there right and only the good weirdos I, so the good ones that's right um i'm also on tiktok at poetry by rebel jones um rebel p jones and i'm also on youtube at poetry by rebel p jones madman productions and you can also find me with Clarence Ferguson Jr. on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, and wherever he puts his music, because he puts music to all my work. He's amazing. He's just everywhere. I don't know how he finds He's time to do everything he does. Really talented man, and that that, that man is just blessed in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he shares that blessing with the world free of charge and loves to create things for everybody. It's just, he's a, he's a great guy. Well, maybe that should be the topic of your poem you read on the anniversary show is thanking him for all he's done to help you. Yes. And change you and work with you and whatever. Uh, that would be a good one. have been close, close to 10 years now. Okay, so I know what to expect for next week's show. For our anniversary yes, show. Mm-hmm. Yep. I might surprise you, though. <laughs> I like surprises. All right, then. I like them much. All right, baby. A, Love you so much. Night. You have a good week. Good night. <laughs> good night, Ann. Good night. I love me some Mr. Jones. Okay. Mama. 
Oh, Mama, are you with me? Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm very well. Looking at, looking at the person that actually has commandeered my page. They got somebody on there that's white with green eyes. And then when I click on my messages, it says still says over Daisy. She's even on my games when I'm playing games on another page. So my my all my poems, like she's got my poems on there. Well, he, this guy named Vincent Eric Lee is the one that's doing it because when I click on um, something on that other page, it goes to his page, and he's the one who I suspected in the first place. So y'all be careful on Facebook. People are still in your pages. You got all my work over there, all my pictures. He asked me for $500 to get back my, unless he's going to destroy all my pictures. His name is uh, Vincent Eric Lee. I think he's from Nigeria. He's a hacker. But he's a, I'm just so upset. So I'm going to go back to my page that doesn't have my picture on it because they got my poems sitting up there. And I'll just read one of my poems that's not looking like I didn't write with somebody else's picture on it. So, oh, boy. I'll see one up. They're finding all my good poems. I'll read one of them that's already pulled up. And the person's name that's on there is Vicky Tanya Kilgo. And I think she probably commented her page, too, and put her on my page with her picture. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it now. That's nuts. Mm, it's crazy. It's really upsetting, very upsetting. All my work, all these years. Um, this is back from September 1st, 2018. That's, it's called, um, it doesn't have a name, but I think the name of it, I wrote it, um, from blood, sweat, and tears, um, a song. And, um, I love that song, so I think I wrote a, wrote the lyrics down to it, and I got it at the bottom that says, uh, lyrics by blood, sweat, and tears, not Mama Ola Daisy. So I'm going to perform that one. <laughs> and when I die, and when I'm dead, dead, and gone, there'll be one child born in a world to carry on. I'm not scared of dying, and I don't really care. If it's peace you find in dying, well, then let the time be near. If it's peace you find in dying, when dying time is here, just bundle up my coffin because it's cold way down there. I hear that it's cold way down there. Yeah, crazy cold way down there. And when I die and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born in this world to carry on. My troubles are many. They're as deep as a well. I can swear there ain't no heaven. But I pray there ain't no hell. Swear there ain't no heaven and I pray there ain't no hell. But I'll never know by living. Only my dying will tell. Only my dying will tell. And when I die and when I'm gone, there'll be one child in a world to carry on. Give me my freedom for as long as I be. All I ask of living is to have no chains on me. All I ask of living is to have no chains on me, and all I ask of dying is to go naturally. 
I only want to go naturally. Don't want to go by the devil. Don't want to go by demons. Don't want to go by Satan. Don't want to die uneasy. Just let me go naturally. And when I die and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born. There'll be one child born in this world to carry on by blood, sweat, and tears performed by Mama Oladeji. That is absolutely incredible, Mama. My favorite song. Okay. She got my grandbaby's picture up here that died in Guatemala. She got another poem up here. Well, he does with her picture on it. Um, it seems like Facebook could get him off of there. They can... If I can figure out who it is, they should be able to get him off of there. He just commandeered my page and put another person's picture and name up there. And even can you still log into it? No, I just uh, I can comment. It's not my page anymore. I can I, I, when I put it, push on all the daisy, I can comment in there in the uh, messages, but on my page I can't do anything but comment. I can't say. I can say this is my page that's been commandeered like that, but I can't take it back over. Yeah, I would con. They I would con because you you got your stuff on there, so I would contact Facebook. And I just did. Um, what they say? Well, we'll talk. They, about, I'll call you and we'll talk about that okay. off the air. Okay. All right. Here's a go. Don't do the second piece and get out the way. Um, the bridge to fame that keeps on giving. All my friends, past and present, are famous or infamous. What does that say to me? It says I'm the magnet, an artist I draw. My vibes are magic. My touch inspires. I can't sing, but I can direct the choir. It says my skills may leave much to be desired, yet my personality is all that is required. I am the characters they draw from. The one most imitated, never mentioned on the screen, always behind the scenes. The go-to, the go-to for punchlines, the chameleon, the comedian, the original Wikipedian, the one with wit of plenty, refills you when you're empty. The mother of poetry, the all-around queen, the gangster granny, who causes your dreams to beam. I'm the pepper and the salt shaker, a season you will the one who knows you all too well. I am the one who never tells. I let you be you and be who you are. Be yourself because you are a star. And I am the bridge that you walk across because all of my friends are famous, though I may be the first to, to know. And I also am the first to tell them so. I keep on giving. And they gift that's never ending. But I think you get my drift. I am Mama Ola Deji, the all-round queen. That spells the mother of poetry, the real gift. Poem. Wow. Both of those were incredible. Thank and I'm you. going to call. I'm going to call you tomorrow. You guys, let this be a lesson to you. Mama and I have shared a lot of personal information back and forth in our messenger. And so this person has access to everything, including phone numbers, addresses, all kinds of stuff. Careful what you put in messages. This, this is making yes, me really 
weird out thinking of all the information they have. My Venmo information is in there for you. Yours is in there for me. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Well, I'll call you and we'll talk about it, okay? Yeah. Okay. And so right, um, I will talk to you soon. And uh, everybody, I'll see you all next week. I hope you all have some good cheer and some good pet messages to show appreciation for the anniversary show because my baby, Nyla, is one of those people that she's a determined person and she gets it done and she's long-lasting. So that means she's here for the long haul. And all who have been here with her, I want to see that reflected in your pieces next week. One love, my darling. Talk to you soon. Love you, Mama. We'll talk to you this week. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm coming back to you. Oh, okay, what? Sorry, I got you you on Bluetooth, so I got to hang up this phone so I can hear it on my new Bluetooth. I got it on another phone. My other phone's got you on Bluetooth. So I'm hanging up this phone, okay. but I'm going to be listening on Bluetooth. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Mama. All right. We have 573 followed by 6 or 863 and then 815 will be our callers. Let's go ahead and grab 573. 573. Mr. Spittle, who I heard is going to blow the house down tonight. That is my that is my that is my groove. That's my groove. You you, you even came on. I saw the message. I that you were apologizing now, but you were gonna burn my house down, so yeah, get after I've it. I've been drinking I've been drinking. I cooked really good food. I barbecued uh pork loin. Lay that bitch I marinated it for thirty minutes. Prawns. Filled it with food and oh my god, it was delicious. You cooking me so, dinner is one of my goals in life. Your your that that steak you barbecued with the prawns just made me want to just it it put tears in my eyes. Well, baby, I I plan to put smiles in your face because um, I love you, Nyla. But tonight I'm I'm in a mood, and here's the thing: so I'm gonna fuck everything up, right? So I've been going through these these schisms in my mind. And I've been doing really good. I, I'm still drug-free now, 11 months, as well as abstinent. I don't know why the, the guys that did my um, bisectomy, <laughs> like, did you lie? Why would you lie about something like that? Anyway, why, though? Right? Do you ever feel, nah, 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 you probably don't. <laughs> why is it one sabotages self? In the airs of rot cortex near raw, so fucking raw, bleeding. A sanguine feast of cerebral palpitations drawn in the head. This eve, the disastrous chart on Whitey, not tightly wound as my anxious avoid degenerate filled obscurity one should bed has reared oh god it has reared the spirit to give a fuck <laughs> I'm drowning I am fucking drowning in lack of connection 
peripheral absent dialect dresses pretty the stage yeah that stage of prisoner egos kill beast I wish I couldn't remember the passages that wears crappy innuendos of falter from skeletons closet they feast there the conscious knowledge these pilfered homages I swallow a gape frothing mad <laughs> now my delirium reigns feeble fucktard lunacy please just shoot me a line the 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 phone's dial tone is vacant. No, no whispers in my ear. Fuck. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder why I'm here. Walker breeze. Wow. Sometimes I wonder why I'm here. Not why I'm here with you guys. I was like the last line of this poem. <laughs> So this next one, this next one, yeah, I'm, here I am, you know, not a single one widow, but I'm lonely, and I want a companion, and, and I don't do aimless penetrations, but I have this thought in my head, you know, the heart is glass, and I am stone, and I'm walking the other day, doing three miles like I usually do, regardless of whether I want to fucking or not, I do it, because that's what you do in life, so... I'm like, hey, it'd be great to meet someone that walks like me, maybe has the same mentality as me. I'm like, oh, that's fucking feeble. Anyway, so. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is totally different. Anyway, this is. Anyway, so, bouncing on that and the fact that, you know, I'm fucked up, this is revisiting disaster. As awareness taunts the elderly premonition of known. Behavior, my mind is alight. Why though? Seriously, folly hangs derelict noose around ambition. The tattered schemes I seem to enjoy. Sound generations of fuckery. One <laughs> should abstain. Hey, what's up, play? My solitary abandon, drop-stricken harvest of meaningless worry and retarded actions, <laughs> disappointment claims. My intent, as a purpose falls flat on reasons, purpose. Dirty bum. <laughs> You're not. But man, man, fucking seriously. Shanty town had more sense out eclipsing moonlight liaisons. Yet, yet, hey, hey, yet, it's barely Eve. However, 
tusks enveloping raptured tears that one sets his well alone. <laughs> I am too much. The often occasion is a marathon of lonely schisms. <laughs> I'm choking. I'm ignorance. Yet again. <laughs> Weariness. Whoa, bedfellow. <laughs> Glares maniacally. As I sabotage myself, I fall in quizzically and deformed incantations of reliving and nightmares past. Hey, I'm sorry. The buttery breeze. Wow. I don't even know what to say right now. You have me speechless, love. And I took it easy on you because I, I was going to read something else, but it's like a half bottle of tequila and it's some really great stuff, pork loin in Mexico. I'm not a mehi. I can't. I'm a me. I can tonight. So I cooked up some really good food and I'm drinking. <laughs> but that poem I was going to read you, I um, read to the librarian, the head librarian, not the, the bitch lower caste that I was infatuated with. It's a cunt that doesn't know how to be sensible to reason. Um, the other one, it was actually righteously beautiful in her own, right? Um, I had discussion with her the other day about the piece. Okay, Nyla, someone else read three pieces. It's like two seconds fucking long. Let me read this piece. So the, the other day, right, I, I was talking to her, and I'm like, I had these moments, right? I had these moments where I think about what my wife did to me, which was the infidelity, right? And if I could explain the infidelity, this is how I would explain it. And and I talked to her about it, and and she was like, oh, my God, that's exactly it. And it's just like, holy shit, this is Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. So... That would be the other piece. It was really short. It's only two seconds long. It's called Crucified Dozens. Because this, this kills me. Ever since she died. Everybody run! <laughs> or give me a gun. That Dixie Fiddler can new drawn is packed again. Attempting to ass rate my mental with blaze, ghost of grotesque, my. Fucking white man, goddamn! Like, like, hey, I wish I could set myself ablaze, metaphorically, destroying the old files, rot and deceit, so I may breathe. Imagine expulsion of your intestines, still attached to every nerve in your soul, in a flash. Besieged, so fucking devastating. My eyes creep open. Sanguine <laughs> herbs of pure callous stain. Buckles knees as my crooked teeth tear open my tongue's intent. Frothing, bloody, screaming. <laughs> 
eternal nightmares. Minus the bizarre, but still aware, fucking fuck. And sit mortality let. I abstain, as I've always done, because I'm in need. But I need not of any. So in the martyr I lie. Crucifying whose diligence brings nature to what game? What such? How's that I'm fucking insane? Parker Breeze. I love you, baby. Thank you for letting me do three. That was that was my thing of a haiku. <laughs> like walking on an edge of a razor blade, isn't it? I I, I made her cry with that. I'm like, why are you crying? Why you gotta cry? And she's like, because that's everything we talked about. I'm like, I did a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Because <laughs> because out of the you know the, the the mutual respect there, she always called me a friend and she could always be honest with me. Unlike the other one that I gave um, ocean to, and, and 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 played me, but that's all right. I got my boy judges. I love you, Natalie. Good night. <laughs> I love you too. Great job, sweetheart. I'll talk to you soon. Hey. Our next caller is 863. Aw, aw, 86. Noreen. Um, hello, Nyla. Hi, hello. baby girl. Hello. It's good. I know it's been a while since I've been on here, and it's good to be back. It is good and to have Debbie, you back. I wish I could have come to your yard you. sale. I'd have bought something. Wow, because cause I did one on Friday, and, and my um, Papa Pell, um, she helped me set it up, and um, and she's the only one who bought anything that day, and nobody came came up that day. And then I was going to have it Saturday, but, cause, but for Friday, I had to put up everything myself, and I thought I could do it, but it, was, it took me about an hour to put everything up, take everything back inside, so that was hard on me. So I couldn't do it Saturday because I needed because I needed to take a break. So I did it Sunday. I took everything out and take about an hour. And I didn't have that much stuff out. I but I need more room. I guess I'll have to buy me another table. And I have a table on the front porch, but I don't think I can carry that out there by myself. Out there to the to the, by the fence. I, I don't think so. And so I don't talk know. To, when the weather gets better, talk to one of your neighbors and see if they want to have a yard sale with you. I mean, or a couple of your neighbors, and then you can all help each other. Okay, I don't know that many around here because, okay, but I'll see. Um, okay, you don't I'll have talk to, to somebody. Go put a note on their door saying, "Hey, I'm planning on having a sale on May 12th. Do you want to have a sale with me?" Okay, you don't have to know. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to share okay. with us tonight, love? Okay. And tonight I'm going to read Gary's poem. Oh, and I want to say everybody did great tonight. I enjoyed everybody's por- their poetry. They're awesome. It's a fun night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, Gary's I'm going to read Now and Forever Our Love. Okay. I'll never be lonely as long as I can kiss her good night. I'll never be lonely as long as she kisses me good morning. The days of our life are full of fun, love, and laughter. We talk and play and tease and love each other from morning to night. Most days we work and help each other. 
We seldom ever fight. If we do, we give our love for each other to make it right. Yes, she has her opinions, and I have mine. The one thing that never changes, I have her love, and she has mine. The end. You know what's great is, you know, you you sharing his poetry and the books you guys have done and everything has made you guys yes. immortal. You know, you you. But I can hear his voice. I can hear him read Matt when you read it. Wow. I can hear his little giggle and yeah. Wow. I still carry him with me as close as I ever have. Yes. Yes. Okay. And and the second um, second one of his is as I promise you, you can't buy a buy a wait okay to buy a breath of fresh air when your heart and soul are gone. I'm going to give more than a memory. I'm going to give a sign from above. <coughs> I want you to know I'll be waiting at the quantum crossroads. The end. How many signs has he given you, Noreen? A, a lot. Mm-hmm. I believe that yes. very much. Yes. Because sometimes, and, you know, I'll be I'll be sitting at the at the computer, and I can feel him right beside me, like he's touching my shoulder or something. I can feel the, you know, you know, I don't know if I can explain it right. It's like the air. You can feel he you knows feel right the air there. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what yes. you're saying. Yes. And I uh, can feel him. And you know, and I know, and I want to see him now because after today, I I, I watch General Hospital, and this is part of my grieving. Watching General Hospital, you ever heard of it? General Hospital soap opera. It called General Hospital. It's a soap opera. I think my mom watched that. Yeah, because I got into it in 2019 after Gary passed away, and 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 when I seen that one boy raised up, um, his spirit come up out of his body. That's when I just mm-hmm. started watching it. Well, anyway, um, that helped my. This is helping my grieving, and um, and today I really cried because that I forget what I forget the guy's name, but. Um, anyway, his uh, late wife, well, he went outside there, um, away from his son, and sat out there, and, and his late wife, who who passed, who died years and years ago, sat beside him, and talking to her. So now, I'm expecting to just sit now, and then he cried because she was saying, told him, you know, like, like you would say, I want you to go on with your life, but you can't change the past, so keep you can't change the past. You got your life. Be thankful for that. So that's it. Really woke me up. So now I want to start that um, conversations over coffee. To, I want to start that tomorrow. And I'm sticking to Gary. I can see Gary for real. If he can see Gary for real on the show, I mean, if that guy can see his late wife on the show, you know, on that show, I should be able to see Gary too. I'm yeah. hoping. I'm, I'm sticking it to, so I'm sticking Gary be right there and holding my hand while we do it. I am so glad you're going to do that. I've been waiting for you to do that. Yes, and and after I seen that show, I thought, well, that's what get, you know, if she told that to his, to um, to his um, to his, her um, to her husband, maybe that's what Gary will need to do too to have a you know have a Christmas too. So not this year, but next year. 
I'm going to start, I'm going to make sure I have money saved up to buy an uh, artificial Christmas tree for next year. Well, not this year because I'll be going to my sister's, but next year I can start it, like, real early to get one, real early, and then have it up for, um, then I can take it down when I get back to my sister's. When you get ready to do that, let me know, and I'll make you some ornaments, okay? Okay. 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 I, I'm ready now. After I've seen that okay. today, and then he cried, and wow. Okay. Oh, and, and there, can be, there can be beauty and sorrow. There can be, I mean, you don't miss someone the way you miss Gary without there being that deep bond and that love and that connection. Yes. You know, and I yes. know he's still sitting right there beside you. He still sits beside me, you know, yes. and I'm really glad you're going to work on that project because I think you're going to find a lot of peace in it. Yes. Good girl. Okay, and um, okay. Um, I'm gonna. Um, this is a poem I wrote. Um, it's a letter poem. Okay, it's called um, "Dear My Teddy Bear Darling." I wish you didn't have to leave so soon. Wait, wait. This is called "Dear My Teddy Bear Darling." Dear my teddy bear darling, I wish you didn't have to leave so soon. I miss you so much. I'll always love you. I am so thankful to God that we're together to the end as husband and wife. I miss your love, your romance, your laughter, your smile, your touch, your kisses, your hugs, your wisdom, your music, your poetry. I miss everything about you. I just wish we had more time together. It wasn't wasn't enough time writing poetry, hearing you sing to me, dancing, cooking meals, Loving each other, making more memories like going fishing to the beach, watching the sunset as we held hands, having backyard barbecues. There's so much I want to say to you, but not enough time. You mean the world to me. Saying I love you, we can never say enough. I will love you forever and more. I will always look in the sky to see if you're waving to me or blowing me a kiss or writing poetry to this in the sky. I know you're no longer in pain, healthy now, up in heaven, being with God, Jesus, and angels. What a glorious, happy time that would be. But please, honey, don't forget about me. I love you always, my teddy bear darling, your loving sweetheart wife, Noreen. Honey, that's beautiful. You know, and there was a well, line in there you. where you said, there's never enough time, but you're wrong. There's absolutely perfect the perfect amount of time because as you're down here doing the things you need to do you can still talk to him and say everything you want to say to him and then when you're not here you're going to be up there with him so you can just keep talking yeah wow i didn't think about i'm really hoping that's that's what your conversation yep so you just keep talking to him now because he's still here with you and you can keep talking when you're there with him and it'll be beautiful yes Yes. Can I still talk to him? Of course wow. you do. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you to get started on that project. I, you know, I, it just, you know, and when you work on that, you know, conversations over coffee, talk about your day. You know, don't make it, it doesn't yes. all have to be, you know, just talk to him. Don't, 
tell them that okay. I went out and pet the horse today and tell them about your day. It's like you're sitting down at the end of the day. That's what I want you to do right now. Okay. Okay, I'll do that at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. All right, sweetheart, tell everyone how to find you guys. Okay, you can find uh, you can find um, me at um, you can find us both of us on um, our books on Amazon dot com, and you can find us on oh, and if you go on uh, go to our official website, um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com front slash poetry, and you go there and you go on the landing page and you sign up for my newsletter. Our newsletter, and you'll be you get a free download um, of our book, um, the Aura of Truth. Okay, and then you can um, find Gary on Facebook.com, um, uh, PoetryPoem.com, ReverbNation.com, and then you can find me on um, Facebook.com, Poetry PoetryPoem.com. Um, ReverbNation.com, and now starting January, um, uh, Bill Peters invited me to be um, part of the Inner Child Jose for 2024. Starting in January, I'll be doing the forward for his book on January, and then I'll, I'll have I'll, and I'll be doing three poems every month in, his, in in the book, The Year of the Poet. When when it comes out, you can either you can give it for free download, or you can buy it printed. So I'll be on there for the 2024 with with others too. So it's very exciting. That is amazing. I yeah, it is. Yes, I'm excited for you. Thank you. And oh, and then you can I'll, I'll be. I know I was out in November, but I'll be. I'm back on the the. Uh, uh, Poetry Club Saturday night show is going to be six o'clock this time for this Saturday, and um, six p.m. <coughs> Excuse me, and and then um, if anybody wants to read their poetry, they can at the end and come on the show at the end and read your poetry, and also um, have a chat with Poet Noreen. That's going to be coming up on um in January. I will let you know because I have um. I have to see about my doctor appointments I have in um in in January. So um and Chef Cat from India, she's gonna be gonna be featured again. And it's gonna be twenty minutes only. That's all he wants it for. Okay. And then um and then you can find us on here every Thursday. I know I missed out this November so I apologize that but usually I'm here Thursdays. And then, if, and then I'm also on ko-fi.com, and um, I got some new stuff. I'm, I'm going to put new stuff on my Ko-fi page, like um, uh, court coasters. That is a long time for take for that. It took me about ten hours and odd minutes to make make thirteen coasters. So it's fun, though. I enjoy it. That'll be amazing. Yes. All right, sweetheart, have, will you be here? Okay. Yes. I'll be here next Thursday. Okay. Thank you. And thank you for having us here. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. We love you guys so much. Okay. We'll talk to you we next you week for the anniversary show. Yes, yes, yes. We'll be
be there for the Nana Rizzi right. show. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay, you're very welcome. All righty. Okay, our next caller, Miss Gina Storm. Go lightning, thunder, boom. Okay. You know, that matters when I'm talking on mute, so I had to unmute myself. Happy Thursday. <laughs> Happy Thursday to you, Missy. How are you? Wonderful. Today was a good day. Well, you are our last caller for the evening, so I cannot wait to see what you do to bless us with <gasps> and to close out the show. All right. So um, I don't know if I should do one or two. You pick the number. I, I didn't want to do two pieces, but I got two pieces. Oh, well, do you do what you want to do? I'm not the boss of you. Okay. Well, if you picked, if you picked two, I can do piece number two. Okay. Um, two. Yes, always two. Okay. Then we're, 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 we're going to call. We're going to pull up two. <laughs> okay. All right. Two. Um, I titled this piece, Exceeded My Meds. Today. Every day, lately, really. It's been a test or a trial, ongoing for a while. All I can say is, ooh, child, this mess has exceeded my meds. It's getting real bad. See, I'm listening to the voices in my head, and they're winning. I see my bright light of loving patience dimming. The crazy lady inside is heat, ledger, joker, grinning. Plots and schemes, plans and late-night dreams all contain mayhem and murder. At least one homicide, every sequence worse than the one previously. Really, I wish it would stop, but they just keep plaguing me. See, I've been conscious of the things that I'm reading and watching. My capers could lead me to a coroner's official cause of death as accidental. No jail time to serve. Stronger meds would fix all of this, or not. I shrug. Now, not even a concern do I have. Not even a wee bit or a little. I will eat and sleep and be calm again. Yeah. And everything in my life goes on, even though there will be life's woes. Linger as I fight and I try not to go outside seeing bloody snow. Never mind. That was merely a daydream. I'm calm now. Don't look good and orange, so lives were saved. I beat the rage. My small circle is necessary to keep us from staying in this place. See, I kind of have a smirk. You can call it a smile if you want to, and it's spread across my way, my face. I'm going to give a wink, wink, just in case, in the storm. Wow. You can't see me now, but I'm throwing roses at your feet. Can you see them? And I love them. It's funny because I just posted a picture of roses to one of my girlfriends, and she said, I thought that you liked daisies and sunflowers. I said I did. Those are actually soaps that float in the bathtub until they dissolve. She said, they're beautiful. Somebody gifted them to me. So I'm like, hey, yay. Wow. Now you want to know something really weird? Hmm. This morning when I got up, I took a bath with a bath bomb. And I threw it in the water, and it started to dissolve, and it was filled with, like, rose-petal potpourri. Whoever thought that was a good idea, by the way, should be shot, because then I yeah. had to, like, get all this rose-petal potpourri out of my – was sticking to me and sticking to the bathtub. It was just Getting in the drain. But, oh, my goodness. But, so I'm ta- this morning I was taking a bath in rose petals. 
how, there's so many little serendipitous things that happen with us. It's just, it can't be coincidence. The funniest thing because I am mostly taking showers since I moved from my house to the mom's permanently. And something said today, you know what, it's going to be a long one. You should probably take a bath. And that rose just sat there amongst the bubbles, and I'm thinking, People are going to think this is a real rose, and it wasn't. I love that. We, we both, we both took baths with roses today, right? Yes. Without knowing Isn't that crazy? about the other. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do, 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 so, yes. do, 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 <laughs> Oh, that part. I love it. But people always say, you know, life is stranger than fiction. I believe so. If, if I had written this out, it wouldn't have played out the way it did. I had no idea that we were doing the exact same thing. Get us. Sistering. I know, right? It's like you're my I good news. I, I went out to dinner for the first time, oh, God, in a very long time. Uh, second mom took her CAT scan disc into the cancer center where she was treated for both stomach and breast cancer in the last two years, and she's completely cancer-free. So we went to the That's outback Amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. As we were now, Crocodile Dundee was there. To cut your meat for you, that would have been made oh, it perfect. Oh, and this, that this is funny, too, because everything, you know, everything on the on the uh, menu that is Australian has a little boomerang next to it. So I was like, I was going <laughs> to get one of these boomerang drinks, but I know better, so I'm going to have a cocktail when I get home. But what I will say is we had a blooming good time. Oh, my God, the waitress and the hostess laughed so hard because <laughs> apparently no one had ever said that. So I want to coin that phrase. We go to Outback, have a blooming good time. <laughs> oh yeah that's incredible all right i want your second one girl oh all right fine so i was going to say this I know. one because um over at clubhouse just jay myself and the family we're going to have an interview in our living room on the comfy couch because we can't wait to get you on it um jamal st john if you don't know who he is google him or go to youtube jamal st john he's amazing he inspired this piece you know who Ignorant. just called in behind you, right? Just Jay. Jay. Yeah, I told Jay that I was here and I was going to be your last caller, so he came in to one-up me. That's okay, partner. I'm not mad. still love you. Ignorance into inspiration was a quote oh, wait, that wait, he wait. gave us. Hmm. Oh, where'd he go? Where did he go? Jay? Oh, my God. I hope not. I can't. I can't. The board just, the board's, I wonder if it's called that. You can't tell. It, it, yeah, it went wonky. Yeah, because we just, we're in, uh, we're in the archive. Overtime. Recording. Right. So I don't know what happened to him. Oh. Um, per usual. I was going to bring him on. I was going to bring him on with you, but, you know. I was going to say, if went. he needed me to, I would call him and be his poultry Uber. But I will do that. I'll text him. Yeah, I'm gonna text him. Yeah, I'm gonna text him before I start my call and tell him calling you. That way, he can answer and come in. All right, hold on. Yeah, if you can do if you can do a three way call and get him on, that'll be great. So until then, I think that I am going to. While she's doing that, I'm going to play a recording real quick. Let's do. All right, I played Debbie. Let's do, let's find a short one. Da, 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 da. Let's do, dun, 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 dun. 
Be Not Afeard, Caliban's Soliloquy. That's not a poem that Shakespeare... Or maybe if I just keep talking for long enough, she'll just come back. Let's do this for Debbie. A minute, 20 seconds. That'll give her time. Oh, okay, never okay, mind. Well, I, no, I got, the, I, got, I got his voicemail, and instead of hanging up, I swapped. So if he calls back, my line will still be open to him so I can merge him. Oh, cool. Cool. Okay. Um, so what do yeah, you, what's so your I, second piece, honey? I dedicated the second piece to Jamal St. John because he's going to be our interviewee. And he gave a quote where he said, you know, I love all things ignorant. So I feel like ignorance is inspiration. I said, I'm going to use that as a prompt for a piece. And I titled it Ignorance into Inspiration. Inspired by the pen. My pen was inspired by Jamal St. John. Obviously, I felt that turning ignorance into inspiration needed to be on my poetry resume. Ignorance does have a place after all. All you have to do is watch reality TV, y'all. I eat popcorn as I watch ghetto behavior, trailer park trash, and Negroes who just become rich. Then they come on TV and act a fool, especially those lottery winners. House hunting and impressed by everything the realtor has to show them, these become my guilty pleasures. I've switched from forensics and murder shows as I would watch that and preferred it before bed. Putting all kinds of interesting thoughts in my head, it was mostly bad. Young people indulging in foolishness, all manner of undress and curse words, beep, beep, beep on repeat has become part of me. Plus, I'm proud because it feels like it's an escape. Because life be life and an adult ain't easy and I don't like to go outside because it's too peopley. I'm always down for a laugh. Viewing racist comics on stage, making jokes about the group that they belong to, young ones actively getting audience cougars who they will hit on them and let them know that they can get it, and celebrities who self defecate. Loving each joke, laughing hard until my tummy starts to ache. All my time has been spent on this ignorance addiction. It's based on mean, violent, and selfish bribes. This is my favorite since I've been loving love and all things wedding my whole life. And this matches the blueprint of what not to do. I assure you, the audacity of the ignorant is appalling. My stock is booked and street smart. Education from barely any high school to Ph.D., Professionals to blue collar and self-employed, more homeowners than renters, and generation curses are being broken. So we're not perfect by any means, at least not as dysfunctional as the junk that I've seen. And if you ever catch me slipping, acting a donkey with my slip showing, doing anything other than my best, I need you to say with your chest, girl, stop that mess while I'm viewing ignorance and not accepting it for myself. I need to let you know that's my superpower. I'm Gina Storm. What's yours? One piece. So how do you spell peopling? Peopling? Okay. It's P-E-O-L-T-I-N-G. It's a verb. I can't people. <laughs> that made me, that has to be on bumper stickers. I have a T-shirt that says, I would go outside, but it's too peopling. Oh, so My daughter ordered it for me. I don't oh, know where okay. it came from. 
Yeah, my daughter, my daughter ordered me a T-shirt that says that. I also have one that says no coffee, no talkie. Mine says can't sleep, clowns will eat me. I'm definitely afraid of clowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I see a clown, I'm going the opposite direction. Yep. Nasty little things. So tell him that we sat and waited for him. We and- did. You know that we we missed him. We we tried to pull a fast one and and get him on, but it didn't work. Gina, are you going to be here next week for the anniversary show? I wouldn't miss it for anything in the world. It's one of my favorites. You know the homework for the show, right? No, tell me. We I'm asking everybody to either write a story, a letter, a paragraph, a poem whatever they feel like writing, but I would love to have people write something for the community. I mean, you've been a part of this community for a long time, so I would love to know how being a part of this community has affected you, how it's changed you, or write something to someone who's inspired you, or how you've, whatever. Just, I want it to be, you know... Nobody should ever ask for anything, but I'm um, asking because I don't care. Yeah. So just, I want it very nostalgic. I want I want you the I community to reach out and touch each other. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been here for a long time. I love the Speakeasy Cafe. I love being a poet. I love this community. I love all the poets. I think I could probably drop about 18 names, and people would be surprised about how many poets that I actually know. But I know a lot. <laughs> right? I've been around for a minute. <laughs> Look, I'm not a new kid on this block. Um, yes, I look <laughs> no, forward to it. I will do my homework. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And Phil and Jay, okay? I will, absolutely. All right. Thank you, yes. sweetheart. I love you so much. I'll Tell everyone how to find Thursday. you again. I will. Oh, yes, please. I'm Gina with the East Storm, like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. You can find me anywhere the poetry can be found. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Poetry there. I'm part of the Small House of Poetry. I'm part of the Epiphany Radio Universe. I'm always going to be found here on Thursday nights with Nyla and Speakeasy Cafe. It's my sister and I love her. And I'll see you next week. She is sunshine on a rainy day as long as you are not her neighbor who doesn't keep his business in his own yard. I'll tell you that. Then you need to stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> love you, hon. We'll talk to you next week. I love you too, Nyla. Bye-bye. All right, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank everyone for being here. It's been a fantastic evening. We've heard from a lot of people we haven't heard from in a while. That was just like icing on the cake. Real excited about the anniversary show next week. Remember, write something nostalgic to the community, to the people who've touched you who've changed you or whatever whatever it is you want to share i would really love to hear some of that next week and remember if you write something you'll get to read your two pieces i'm expecting next week to be busy so i'm don't know if i'm going to get to talk at all but we'll see we'll see how this goes all right i'm going to close the show with a track by emily kagan Trenchard, and it is called The Ant, and we will see you next week. Good night, everybody. The Ant. I kill the same ant every day, and every day he acts surprised, as if he doesn't recognize my beechwood desk by the smell of his own ghost. I think, what a gift, this blank page of a mind, 
to awake each day from a garden bed, see the world of brick and infinite height, and think, yes. Every day, my bald finger misses him on the first poke, and he panics. His aimless perambulations, now a frantic sprint for his very existence, and I wonder what, in his very countable collection of thoughts, tugs his heart into terror at its passing. Is it the new cut smell? The dewy give, the familiar path through rotting wood boards into the garden's belly, second tunnel on the left where he stores what he carries home. Perhaps all of his dear and wild moments come again in turn. What a gift that would be. On my second stab, I hit him, and in classic human form, dramatically underestimate how much force it will take to press him out. Like him, there are elements of this drama plucked clear from my memory each night. I marvel at his resilience, his perfect construction, wriggling free and running off again across a photo of myself and a girlfriend mugging for the camera, my eyebrow cocked as if to say, really, again today? It's the third try that gets him, two fingers fiddling, spindling him into a ball and then flick into a trash bin at my knee. It is for my sake that he comes back each day. A small reminder from the blank and possible world that when the time comes, you'd better have something good to flash before your eyes and a reason to run like hell. <laughs>